0: Happy Friday, Stacky. Happy
1: Friday, Happy Friday, everybody. James, why you talk to me? Because now the music don't come back on.
0: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in this meeting. I just want to let you know. I, I know double, double, double triple reminding you. Then yeah, I'll be
1: back. all right. I'm gonna okay. put the timer on.
0: Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so,
1: so every hi, everybody. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I officially will be speaking to myself here today. Um. Oh, here is Mary B. Mary Beth. Stacky. And what up
2: Clubhouse Archives, James, and to all the listeners, happy Friday.
1: Okay.
3: What's up, what's up? It's George from Colton Rain. Uh, hello,
1: George. How happy, are you? Happy I'm Friday. just getting everybody up here. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's get everybody up here. Hey, hey, hey. All righty. Make sure y'all go ahead and tweet out the space. You know what time it is. It's Fashion Friday. Happy Friday,
4: Stacky. The only
1: thing I know that has been going on within the NFT space, personally, is that Caught in Rain has been absolutely demolishing all these goddamn going Twitter spaces. I was about to curse. But these Twitter Spaces, I've been seeing them pop up all over the place. From uh, the go, what was it the crypto goons? Right, I'm not sure. The right, where they at? Um, you guys did it with my favorite brand, one of my favorite brands, uh, Black Paris. Uh, you just, you guys have just been all over the place, and I we, see we've you been we've been, on fire. we've been on fire. Yes, I, I do. I love it. You know, I love the hard work. And uh, you are seen. You are definitely seen. And my girl Sophie right here has just been. Ugh, she's just amazing. I talked to her over a Zoom call, and you know she's from Philly also. So of course she has the work ethic just like me. You know it's a Philly girl I thing. I didn't.
3: I didn't know. I didn't know you guys were both from Philly. It's just a Philly girl
1: thing. Enough banana. that all. Right. all. Uh-huh. Yep.
3: All right. All right.
1: <laughs> i love it (laughs) but yeah you know i love that Colton rain has been absolutely uh just going ham and i know you guys have a mint coming soon right
3: we do yes we We got a big got a big mint coming on next tuesday we can talk about everything we're an open book I've actually haven't been on Fashion Fridays with you guys in a long time. Usually Andy, who's going to be joining us shortly on our handle, Mm -hmm. um, comes on and spreads the love. But So I'm super stoked to be here. Let's let's I'm excited to talk about anything you want. So,
1: yeah, yeah, we do talk about everything and anything here pretty much. And Steve is absolutely quiet today, which means he has a lot of information about the, the NFT space this week, which I've been so busy. You know, because la- I'm launching Stockianas pretty soon, and I've been uh, just talking to the team, you know, pretty much building my team, too. You know, we we just bought on some the director of marketing to Stockianas, so ooh, get ready, be prepared, because we're about to roll out some good things. But, um, but, yeah, so I've been so busy. I don't even know what's going on in the NFT space, but I do know that the financial space is absolutely, it's, it's going crazy. It's wild, all the bank situations. So, what's up, Steve? Hi. How
5: you doing, Steve? GM. Yeah, no, good. Um, let me know if you hear too much loud noise in the background. My son's playing OG Nintendo uh, not too far from me. So, if that permeates too much, we can turn the volume down a little bit. But, um, no, doing, doing well. Actually, uh, Andy's not in here yet, but I was going to joke and say, like, Andy has been in every space except Coffee with Captain because by accident, I dropped my phone. And as sometimes happens, like, it's very easy to boot someone from the space. I literally dropped my phone and removed Andy under the Colton Ray from the space and sent a DM and was like, I am so sorry. And like, I'm like, you can come back in. Oh my God, I fixed it. I know how to fix it now because I've made that error enough times with the accidental remove or mute all type things. But I felt like such a jerk because Andy's like, I had no idea what happened. I was in the space and suddenly I wasn't allowed in there. So, uh, yeah, I, uh.
3: I, ju- I just, I just, texted Andy. I said, "Get your butt up here! Come on, let's hit it." Yeah, so he should, he should be coming momentarily.
5: So, uh, so apologies to Andy on that. When he comes in, I, I, I told him so. Uh, but no, uh, NFT space is is pretty bumping this week. Uh, Doodles announced Genesis boxes next week, which is probably relevant to Fashion Friday next week. So that's pretty exciting. Um, lots of rare wearables coming out of those. Prices up about thirty percent. Uh, since they dropped that. And so I'm pretty excited. I have three or four or maybe even five of those things just because I love cracking packs. Like, it doesn't even matter to me if there's plus EV. I love cracking packs. So it's like cracking a pack. Um, so that's fun. So looking forward to that. Um, so that's coming down. Uh, other side trip tomorrow. And again, like, related. To, you want to relate it to fashion. You got people. Um, it's the second trip. So there's a first trip a lot of people can't make. You get both badges, first and second trip going tomorrow. You can bring a guest. There's going to be these team captains um so that's exciting we're actually doing a whole dgen sort of clan team and we're going to stream it in the dgen network discord dow jones our guy who's going to do it which hilarious if you see dow jones in the crowd there with that pudgy penguin he has a ar version that works on like google meet and zoom meetings i don't know if you've ever heard dow jones talk but he's like the most new york like low-pitched voice so when he comes on and that pudgy penguin's talking to you and it's like He's like, we're gonna be in New York next month, so be ready for it. It's like, it's um, it's like. Uh, <laughs> I love it. The the cute thing when talks like that, I love it. Oh, it's. I mean, it's like imagine if Mark Wahlberg were from New York instead of Boston. Like that's that's Dow Jones. So Dow Jones. Um. So Dow Jones. Uh. Shout out that. But others. Uh. First trip tomorrow again. You want to call it fashion related? Um. To some degree, they're having it so you can sort of switch your identity on there, so you can like. Uh, kind of rotate through the acceptable PFPs that they have allowed on there. So that's pretty fun. So I'll probably be doing that with my various things just to test out the, the, the platform. Um, so yeah, so really kind of like a, a busy week in that sense that a lot of these sort of bigger projects are starting to execute on some roadmaps and, and get some things done. And like I said, the we- doodles wearable, I think will be a really exciting one to talk about. Doodle wearables will be the exciting one to talk about in the coming weeks, just because I, I, I have a few, they've, they've talked about these items being rare. So I don't want to, like, over get too excited, but it sounds like they they have a chance to pop, and that art obviously jumps out pretty well. So, um, yeah, a lot of exciting things, I think, coming down the pike on this one, so I'm pretty pumped.
1: So, Doodles Doodles Wearables, do you think that has uh, – I was about to say, do you think that has something to do with Pharrell? I don't know why I'm tying it together,
5: but, uh, yeah. Is he designing it since he's over there with Louis Vuitton? I don't think so. I don't think it's, like, Pharrell tied yet. I think the Pharrell tie is going to come when they – release the uh when they release their um uh their music with him uh, what i what i'm curious about pharrell though is is what i keep waiting for and this is like I, this is not I, like i don't know if this is going to happen or not but uh, i'll be curious because one of the things that made board A-B-A club pop was that it became culturally relevant there are people in tech who showed them to people in pop culture those people in pop culture didn't want to set up a MetaMask, so moon Pay made it super easy for them to buy it's like a concierge buying service And so I'll be curious, like, when Pharrell starts really kicking off the doodle stuff, and there's doodles in his videos, and there's doodles in his content, and there's doodles on his, you know, on their YouTube page with the music, will celebrities that are friends with him, because he's super well connected in those worlds, start actually acquiring these and changing their PFPs to them, and will that make a difference in pop? Like, I don't know, but that thought has crossed my mind. Um, So that's one that I've been thinking about a little bit um lately as well but he's not tied into these wearables although i know he has his whole fashion line and he's got his whole new gig um but uh i I wouldn't be surprised if he's in on some discussions but it sounds like these are i I haven't heard anything saying they're related yet that would actually be a really nice surprise to hold back if they were able to do so so Uh, oh and the guy who um the founder who uh poopy who was like yelling about like you know it and get the fuck out and uh all those things that he was going off of in the discord when he was sort of we're not an nft project we're not here for financial gain he was actually it seems he's in the penalty box. He was not at their uh, space last night that Doodles was doing where they revealed all this also, he
1: was in a, he was in timeout. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like
5: it's like it's like yeah, it's like it's like they have like a like a first grade class and they're just like you have to sit in the corner with the dunce cap. So he's out uh, that he's not out like doodles, but he was not there last night. so they clearly were showing showing his absence was loud in that sense. Uh, the silence was noticeable there. And they also revealed they have $5 million in their Dow in the Doodle Bank, which is more than I thought. Um, I knew they had a pretty decent chunk there, but that's a pretty large bunch. So, I don't know. That's like, I'm trying to think if, like, I missed because it's been a weird week. And I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think if there's been anything else. The only thing you
1: have missed is the IRL event. Uh, shenanigans. That's it. You know, dead fellas had an event. Um, you know, Utes had an event. The Gods, I mean, the Gods had two events. And all those in real life wonderful things were going on. So I wonder if anybody went to LA. Anybody here. Or are we just all the losers home? <laughs> okay. Nobody here.
5: Uh, no, NFTLA is not my jam. And I'm not flooding it. Like, good for them. But, like, I haven't, I haven't seen... I don't know. How do you say this? You don't want to ever talk poorly about anybody or anything like that. It's just, I, I like in the grand scheme of events, like you only have so much time, money, and energy. I think if you are on the West coast, you know, might be worth flipping over there, but LA is expensive. It's hard to get around. It is up there with Miami and having the worst airport in the country, but it's also not Miami. Like I have to take a freaking bus to get to my Uber and the bus is on a different level than my baggage claim that I have to get to. Like the LAX is a nightmare. So like anybody who wants to fly into that nightmare, overpay for a hotel, be too far, overpay for your Uber to your events. It's not NFT LA's fault. It's just a material like, you know, issue that you have. And and so to me, it's like, I'm like, all right, well, I got VCon. I have NFT NYC. I have Art Basel. Because like Miami's airport sucks because they don't have connected terminals. But at least Miami's Miami, right? They have the advantage. The competitive advantage is they're fucking Miami. Miami. Um, so, like, to me, it's like you have a certain amount of events and there's only so, only so much time, money, and energy you can play, spend going places. So that one is kind of just below the cut list for me. And I've had a couple people ask about going. I'm like, no, nah, I don't I don't think so. So, And I got that vibe from a lot of people I talk to where it's cool, like, if you can go and swing it, you know, you'll get the FOMO seeing the events, and the people there. But um, I don't know, like, L.A., I don't know about people up here. And maybe this is an unpopular opinion. L.A. is just not my jam. It's just not, like... If I'm gonna to go to an expensive city, just give me New York. I don't know. That's just me personally.
6: <laughs> New York.
2: Uh, go ahead, Mary Beth. If you don't believe in hell, you'll be a believer once you
1: hit up LAX. I that's hate LAX. One hundred percent. I do. Point. Honestly, I do. It was the worst airport to go to. I mean, just pure everybody has too much luggage.
5: I think that's what it is.
1: Everybody. Has There's too so much many luggage. people
5: pushing those big ones, right? Those huge, giant, <laughs> like those things that you used to move, like pallets of, like, Red Bull to, like, massive, like, you know, Costco's. It's like, they, like, they, when you're delivering, like, you know, 32-ounce jars of mayonnaise to Costco on giant pallets, like, people are doing that with their luggage across L.A. And then, like, again, it's like, you have to go up, like, an elevator to get to a bus, then you're in a packed bus, and that bus takes you to the Uber thing, and they're under these little things where there's no seats and it's all dirty to wait for an Uber. It's just, it's a mess. I just, it's not, it's not my jam. So, not Steve, my thing, so, so Steve, so, Steve, yeah. uh, have you been on Yelp recently? I just feel like you you're a Yelper. <laughs> I have never, I have never been a Yelper. My um, my 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 wife for a, for a for a hot minute was a Yelp elite, meaning that she like, which sounds very bougie, but she would be like rating things, and they were like giving her special benefits because she was like accurate like rating stuff. The only time I went on Yelp was recently. I. I'm, I'm such a sucker. Like I only go on when so- I have a really good experience and I want to make sure people know it. Like I'm the guy who calls the restaurant to tell them that my waiter was really good, but I, Aww. but I won't complain on it. So I'm not a big yeller, yelper in that way.
1: Oh, you're positive. I,
7: yelper. I'm going to, I'm going to step back. You guys are throwing shit on LA, um, LAX. I go to LAX <laughs> one week in every three and it is so much better than what it used to be. Like they are upgrading it. At least they're trying. Terminal two was a complete mess. Terminal 3 is is actually kind of epic getting through security on terminal 3 at LAX. I've never been through security as fast as like walking into the terminal and then getting through to the other side. Like it's super quick. So I think that trying, I mean I guess the the whole Uber thing, I get the Uber that that's like you come down the escalators, you got to go three flights, you go out, you got to walk all the way around. Um but uh, I think they just prepare you for L.A. To be perfectly honest, I mean, you, that's exactly what you do. You just sit and wait, and and Andy, you, you know. gotta have
3: what? What's the most important thing with traveling nowadays at an airport? You gotta have clear.
7: Boom, okay? bingo! I mean, well, absolutely. Let, let's, wow! Let's just, no, there's two things, let, not just clear. clear. Just you gotta be nail... TSA approved and clear. Who I introduced mean, you clear,
3: to clear? You did. Honestly, you did.
7: Change it changes your life, it's right?
3: Not it's not even life changing, man. It's like it's like I saw Jesus. I mean, it was crazy. Like, and the other queer, the other thing is, don't, is where it's at.
7: don't check luggage. Don't check luggage. Never check you want, your luggage.
3: You, you want to you want to tell if you, the story? You want, you want to tell the story about? If you no, Let's tell the story. Let's tell the story. Okay. Okay. Col, so Col, Col, Colton Rain's story. Here we go. You need Golden a bit of back.
7: Story. Need a bit of background. I was on a plane. Right, this is a good one. I was on a plane every other week for three years. No, dude, don't. don't and
3: no excuses. Where no, were I'm, we? Headed? I'm giving
7: the. Where, I'm giving the backstory. Where, dude, we're going were we to. Headed? We're going to Austin. It's the okay. Mint of Genesis. Okay. We're all kind of messed up. We're like this. We've never done this before. We barely know what we we're doing with the Mint. It's all like.
3: Dude, I don't think it was Genesis. No, man, it was Drop
4: 01. It was
5: oh, the
3: yeah
7: because, oh my god no, that's worse anyway. i love that you
5: all tell a story like a married couple this is fantastic
4: they literally dropped, are yeah, this story is gonna
3: get good okay oh like my god. So,
5: okay so we already have, it's even worse we
3: already have this experience of like freaking going through the tumble dryer of like genesis right it's our second minute. so we're like okay we're freaking pumped up we're ready we did our promo trail and we're going to Austin because Jack, our CTO, is based in Austin, right? So, like, we have, we have our tech arm there. You know, we're all fired up. We're ready. We get up really early. And I think, was it Newark or JFK? So, it's, like, well, super, it, it's super early. It's Newark. That's what screwed me up. Okay. That's it what screwed Newark. me up. Okay. Because Andy lives out in uh, Long Island, right? So, he hates to go to Newark. But I'm in downtown New York. I'm in, like, Tribeca. So, I'm, like... Newark is my, my go-to, right? So I'm like, dude, we got to roll together. We're going to Newark, all right? We just got to go. Fly United like 7, seven and o'clock you, in the morning. I was already
7: annoyed because you made me fly United. Like, that. that's it, it, also exactly. what annoyed me.
3: I'm, I'm United. Andy is Delta. You know, it's always a freaking situation when we travel to separate airports. We get to the airport, okay? And I'm like... Okay, meet me at the bar when you cross, not not to have a drink at 7 o'clock in the morning, but meet me at the bar for a bagel and a coffee, okay? So we're like, okay, first bar out of the security, meet me on the left, this is the name, meet me there. So I show up, and I see Andy chilling, I'm like, damn, man, you got here early. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got here. So we start, you know, shooting the shit, and we're like, okay, we got to board soon, um finish our breakfast we're getting hyped up we're like okay let's kill this you know we're going to get there early and we're minting tomorrow right so then we start walking and Andy's like dude where's my luggage and I'm like what oh my god what are you talking about I'm like what are you talking about dude what do you mean where's your luggage he's like dude somebody took my luggage and so he starts panicking he starts like looking around and we're just it's only like me and him sitting at the bar basically It's seven o'clock in the morning. Right. And he's like going up to the manager. He's like, somebody took my luggage. My luggage disappeared. You know, like my trolley disappeared. Who took it? Trolley? I didn't take so, a trolley. Yeah, whatever trolley, backpack, <laughs> whatever you had. It was a trolley. think. Okay? So anyways, Suitcase. we start, he starts freaking out. We get the security there. The manager comes, all of the wait staff come, and we're like, there's no bag. What do we do, you know? And then one of the assistant manager goes, "Uh, sir, did you check the security? And I'm like, what do you mean check the security? He's like, you know, some of our clients here, sometimes they leave it at the security. And I'm like, Andy, I swear to God, if you left it at the security, you know, you might as well just go home. Seriously? So... We end up walking back to security, and guess what? Andy's bag was sitting right there. He left it at security. And that is the Colton Rain story on Fashion Fridays. Boom. Um, I'm out. I'm out I outside.
7: was mortified. Mortified. <laughs> I
5: don't mean to laugh.
7: Thank, thank you, Stacky. I
5: appreciate you not laughing. Well, the alpha there is air tag that shit because that's what if Vina you're ever talking, yeah, that's you're especially
1: Vana air tags me, so she air tags everything. I, w- I went home from Miami and found out I had that damn air tag. So yeah, she's air tag everybody. And speaking of that, go ahead, raise you raised your hand. But how do you,
3: how do you, how do you go how oh, do you go through was... the security line to the to the restaurant without knowing you don't have <laughs> to back?
5: That's my question. Easy,
7: <laughs> just <You> walk se- <laughs> away. You send me you send me the new York <laughs>
5: That's what so, sounds saying. like. I'm not the only one who takes edibles before they fly. I guess uh, there I you take go. like uh, I need to take an edible.
8: I've I've sure. left something sure. at security before, so I I can. But I'm also a mom, and I had a baby, so I had an excuse. But I've left things at security before because it's just at like so much stuff, and then sure. you know. Of course not. Of course not. I mean, I would leave everything else before him. Um, But um, so I was just going to say it was nothing relative to luggage. I do air tag everything, I do suggest air tags. I do have an air tag on Stacky. But I was going to say, I love, (laughs) by the way, because I was going to lose her in Miami. So I had to, you know, put a tracker on. He did lose me in Miami, um, though. <laughs> but uh, I was gonna say I love reviews because Yelp made me think of reviews, and I just wanted to say to everybody in the audience: when you leave clothes reviews, like reviews for for clothes online, please tell your height and your weight on there because it helps so much. Like people always leave comments because I okay, I like reading Amazon comments. I like reading comments like for when I'm shopping for clothes and stuff like that, just to be like, okay, what's the vibe? But um, people will be like. Oh, this dress looks great on me. That's the end of the comment. All right, you're not helping me at all. You could have not left a comment. You know, we need real commenters here. We need real people who are going to engage with the comment section. So please leave your height. Please leave your weight. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to, like, it leaving a picture is like going above and beyond. But if you can at least leave your weight and your height for everybody, like, you've done humanity a good service. So I just wanted to say that. So,
1: what if I chat GBT a bunch of like rev- fake reviews? Like and just put that. Oh yeah, this item is awesome, or this item is terrible. Why would you I don't do know, that? Just a troll.
8: Just let me know
1: why just, you just, do that. Just a
8: troll, oh,
1: okay. and I'll make sure it's something that you want to buy. So,
5: yeah, the the the, the <laughs> review alpha <laughs> is get the um get you want to look at the three star reviews, um because when you look at one star reviews, it's probably somebody who doesn't understand what they ordered. Right? They'll be like, they'll be like why did I get this spin bike instead of an Apple computer? It's like, cause you probably misclicked moron. And so like, that's, so don't look at one stars. Don't look at the five stars. Cause then it's just people who are just like, they probably were paid to review the product or something. And that's not going to get you anywhere. But the three stars is where you find like, here's what I like, but here's what you're getting into. If this thing sucks, like that's where you get like, a, like the people who are like a little tight around the waist, I'm size medium. I do this. Like that's where you're going to get the alpha. So the alpha on reviews on anything is always in the three stars. Like people always want to look at the fives and the ones and they're like, oh no, all the ones said that their shit died quickly. It's like, well, those are probably anomalies when there's, you know, 70,000 reviews and four of them said that they had an issue. Right. And they probably replaced it and, and did that. But the five stars are always like it worked great. But those three stars are the alpha if you're looking at anything. So that, that's where I go.
8: I, I usually I look at the reviews that have the like the star review that has the most, right. So no matter what it is, like the five star, I'm gonna. I'm going to look at that. If it's three star, I'm going to look at that. But then I I look at like the, the rare ones, right? Like the people who did leave ones, Cause I'm like, okay, what is really the problem? Like if it's, if it's bothering a couple people, like it might bother me. So I'm going to read those reviews too. And then I'm going to read the star section. That's the most. And then I kind of use my discretion. I'm like, okay, this is like, most people gave it three and you know, like it's not, it's, not really something that's gonna bother me like i'll get it like so so how about about i I love how you looking
1: at the the average right if on average they're giving three stars or 3.5 stars let's look around that area right you know because that's where the bulk of the people are so if the bulk of the people you know determine that this is shitty or or it's a you know then i want to know
8: you know that's that's why Stars, right uh, but if, if a bunch of people are given two stars and it's something that i really want i might not even consider their reviews at all like so if the majority is exactly. given two stars and like say yeah. say i need like a cord or something and it's like that like it's the only cord like i'm gonna disregard everything that everybody say and i'm still gonna get the cord i'm gonna read it and i'm like oh, okay like a lot of this these is people like are saying mom too short i don't care so, I'll, I'll move my computer to, closer <laughs> so read, that the cord but, okay. works for me is not going
1: to the the one story before we get to James cuz James is back now and i you know just a bunch of small talk basically until he came back but uh one more thing so the best hotel i ever stayed in was a three star hotel so you know there you go the best place, and it was it was like a small boutique hotel but it was it was owned by like a private couple and it was beautiful. I don't have no clue why it had three stars, and it was cheap as shit too. Like you can get a whole, you could have got a whole week for like hundred and fifty dollars at that time. I don't know about now. It was in Miami too so you know just to tell you
8: they were like quirky and they rubbed too many people probably, the wrong way it's like, like the hotel is great no, like,
1: but like the, the whole star are jerks <laughs> they were so wonderful to me so you know just to tell you it's beautiful the, it, the outside looked a little rinky dink but once you got into each room they were like everything smelled like lavender and you know there were chocolates on the pillow and like old-fashioned like Love was put into it, so it was really dope, and it looked like a spa on the inside of each room. So, just to tell you, little boutique hotels, I love them. Go ahead, James. Hey, how you doing? this Fashion Friday. Now, I'm gonna pretend that uh, we were actually doing something. Uh, today we got Colton Rain here with us today. How you doing? Hey, oh, James, is that you?
0: What, what like, uh, like me coming in the room makes any difference? I've been listening to you all the whole so time. You're supposed to First be in a meeting. Hey. I well hey I can multitask, can't I? I wasn't a meeting. Um anyway, yeah, we've got Andy here and I, I believe that's George, Sophie. Uh Hello, going, hello. Hey, what's going yep. on? Is it is it is it Andy or is it uh is Shekinah? Who who's here? No, so,
7: it, you got you got me today.
0: Oh, got man. Me today. We got, we got, I know. <laughs> we got such <laughs> a <Andy laughs> down and, and uh, we got me
3: as Coulter. This is George. Thanks for inviting us, always. <laughs>
0: Of course, no. Thank you for coming. It's always a pleasure to be uh, to be up they on They were stage talking with, about with, um, they were talking about luggage. They were things. talking
1: about how luggage got left at the security.
0: We,
3: George, talk about all, we talk about all. We talk about all kinds of things. Every George was making Thursday. George was making
7: something up. No one was really listening. It's fine. That's okay. So
0: listen, I know, I know that. Um, I mean, you guys have had a, a, a blitz um, of a schedule in terms of I, I'm seeing you everywhere. And I'm loving it. Um, you've got lots going on. You've got you've got a lot of incredible things. I actually, can't just say one uh, incredible thing going on. Do you want to? I don't know if George or Andy, if you if, if you want to kind of kick off. And I'd love to hear the latest, the greatest. I know um, Mint. Um, with some other other things that I've been reading. I, I do follow you on other platforms other than this, so I'm following actually pretty closely. Um, I'd love for you to share uh, and we can we can kind of go from there. Yeah, 100%. I'm
3: going to let Andy take this away because Andy's the CMO, the Chief Marketing Officer and people keep telling me that they admire his accent on yes. Spaces versus mine. I mean, this <laughs> is like, I mean, by the way, he's like, I mean, he's very famous on Spaces. Right? He gets dm'd after every spaces from you know i don't they, know who they, but they all like they the all they, they love they think they think his accent if is, he's from bridgerton
1: so if we also so andy hey
3: so dime
8: keep him away from staggy <laughs>
1: dime <laughs> dime is has also has an accent so i would like them to talk to each other while everybody be quiet
7: Dime, all right, Andy, take, that, take it over. Show us that sexy accent, man. All right, that sounds—it sounds embarrassingly epic. But um, you know, you, you guys are—you know—we love you guys, and this is such a great crew of people to be in. So we're, you know, we're always—we're always thrilled to be up here with you guys. And you know, we want to just thank you guys for being kind of believers in Colton Rain and supporters of us uh, in general. So thank you, James. Yes, we've been kind of hitting the campaign trail. I kind of feel like we're running for some type of like you know presidential kind of like, you know, position. It feels like you're, uh, we've been on spaces like, you know, three, four, five times a day. Um, we actually, we probably have, um, just campaigning for our next, uh, drop, which is drop zero zero two, um, which is happening on Tuesday, March 28th at 3 PM Eastern. Uh, the drop consists of a collection of luxury hoodies made in the fear of God factory in LA, um, using our contacts and network from the past, bringing it back, but making some really badass hoodies that we really believe um, are not just the best kind of like quality, best fit, best products, um, but we've also layered AI, AR, and NFC chip technology into it, um, not just for authentication and kind of ownership transfer, but really about the creation of like, you know, a a marketplace where, Um, consumers will be able to kind of collectors will be able to like safely buy and sell and trade um, physical items using the tech tied the blockchain uh, as pair to pair transactions and and that's really the the future of where we see kind of like um, I guess a digital model going as well as the luxury industry uh, moving towards um, this uh, this tech uh, which is now becoming I would say easy much easier to use easier to to understand um, embedded into, obviously, our phones. Um, and the UX and UI we worked really hard on with our partners, uh, LTD, to be able to... I took my mother through this last week, actually, side note. She figured it out, and I'm like, okay, this is like the ultimate pressure test of kind of like, can we can we make it as simple and as clean and as easy to use as possible? and um, But I think and it's,
3: Andy... I just told Sophie to pin it up top, the LTD um, demo of what happens after you scan it. So everybody tuning in, please go up top and take a look. It's pretty radical stuff. I mean, it's cutting edge. And the UX UI is really beautiful. And the partnership with them has been fantastic. I'll turn it back to you, uh, just to FYI.
7: Yeah, and it's kind of a, um, you know, we got continued continually get asked to like wardrobe as part of from the community and so you know we started with genesis which is our sneaker collection um 1500 sneakers uh, made in the gucci balenciaga louis vuitton factory in Italy, um made uh produced manufactured shipped delivered um which is no mean uh feat uh these days between logistics and shippings and duties and taxes um door to door from the factory to the doorsteps of all the collectors Uh, Drop one was a set of varsity jackets in May 22, Um, same made in the off-white Louis Vuitton factory, really beautiful kind of handcrafted lambskin and Italian wool, Um, again made and drop shipped from the factory into the doorsteps of the holders, and then we were just really excited to kind of continue to wardrobing and bring these like really amazing luxury hoodies to the market in a a really fun way, so we're actually having a bit of fun today, we've actually been playing around a lot with AR, um, made a partnership with Dress X and I don't know Sophie if you pinned it to the top but uh, it was really epic. We just kind of like were mecking around yesterday and launched it uh, as one of the final tests and the graphics on the hoodie actually literally come alive um, and rotate and and come out of the skin of the, the hoodie and, and become kind of like monsters UFOs and And kind of like laser guns and and it's really kind of like a fun expression not just a direct replica of like digital product with a physical product but a um a kind of a fun entertainment version of like you know products coming alive so we're really psyched for this um we're really uh uh you know just bullish on continuing the journey and we started colton rain we said we were going to deliver sneakers and we did and i just think Continued confidence in the space and in brands and in builders to deliver is really important. You know, I, James and I always talked about proof of concept, which is, you know, really, really critical. Um, it's not always about minting out in five seconds, but it's about proving that there's a market and a consumer and a product that can connect and meet. And we're, yeah, like we're super bullish for for Tuesday, excited. And, you know, another drop, another collection from, from Colton Rain coming in.
0: Well, I am, for one, um, ecstatic and and super excited. Full transparency, I I am a holder uh, of of Colton Rain. So um, just throwing that out there. So when I say these comments, um, not just protecting my bag, I'm actually saying, though, to be really honest and transparent, I think we need more brands um, like Colton Rain um, to push the space forward as a whole and prove out um, that there is a future in... Not only Web three, but in, in in digital goods, right? We need individuals that have experience uh, in making garments, and then we need individuals that have experience in understanding how the technology is going to propel uh, propel the garments and propel that industry forward. Because you know what you're talking about is experience based product, right? Um, so it becomes an engagement and retention tool, and I think that that's really interesting, and that is indeed the future in, in our eyes as well. Obviously, that's our our thesis, and we're putting all, all of our chips there. Uh, of apparel um, and really of the consumer and brand relationship. So to hear that you're doing that is, is awesome. Um, I, I believe that's going to be super successful. uh, And I look forward to being a part of that. Um, George, I didn't know if you had anything else to add uh, or Sophie as well.
3: Um, Yeah, man. Thank you for the kind words. Um, Yeah. I'll add a couple of things. Look, we've been at this game now for, 15 months, you know, we dove head first into Web3. Andy, myself, the team, we all come from pretty much high-end luxury fashion. We've been in the business for, you know, over 20 years each. Um, Web3 was very intimidating when we first got in, um, but we also saw the opportunity. Um, It's been a long road this past year through many ups and downs, very, Um, challenging conditions that we've persevered through, I would say. And for us, we're still in it because we believe in the tech. I think that's the most important thing that I want to stress is that we came into Web3 because of blockchain. And we always had this dream of chipping all of our physical so that it can be tied to the blockchain. That's actually why we got into the game. You know, that's how the story goes. We hopped on the NFT bandwagon because of the tech, because tying and merging a digital animation asset made to order in producing a luxury matching physical, we believe was the new model that could kind of break the fashion mold. And so we set out to do that, you know, and it wasn't easy um, producing all of these sneakers at the quantity that, you know, we sold them at was very challenging. Um, Logistics shipping to 43 different countries around the world was very, very expensive. And I keep stressing to, you know, our community and everybody that pays attention to Colton Ray that we're in it for the long run. I mean, we've invested over a million dollars into the design, development, production, shipping of Genesis and Drop01. And we have secured our lead investor, Mr. Mezawa from Japan, uh, founder of Japanese e-com giant Zozo. So we have a very strong anchor behind us and we want to continue to build, you know? So this round, we finally realized our dream, which is chipping our physicals, right? And by chipping it, then we can create an entirely new storytelling about the product itself. So when you scan the digital hoodie um, you will be able to uncover a whole new frontier of information Um, tying it directly to the blockchain the nft will launch ownership authentication will be part of the experience exclusive content will be part of the ux ui experience and also exclusive rewards we could literally airdrop directly into your physical hoodie um, any type of reward which i think is really the future we're calling it direct to product marketing and vogue business uh Megan mcdowell wrote an incredible article on colton rain in detail our first exclusive feature from them since they've been pretty much supporting us since day one So this morning was a big deal. You know, they launched, Megan launched an exclusive article on Colton Rain. It's a full page, really detailed into our tech and how it works from A to Z, highlighting ltd.inc's tech, our future digital marketplace that we're launching with them in Q3. Also our collaboration with DressX, the AR component of it, which is really cutting edge and radical. You guys all know DressX is cutting edge and leading too. They raised $15 million, I think it was announced, last week. So they're heavy hitters as well. And yeah, so people are behind us. We have a strong community, a very small community, but very – we call them believers, you know? So they are believers in our project, in our vision, and we're just taking it one step at a time. And we hope that everyone can rally behind us next Tuesday – to help us mint out our Drop O2 digital hoodies. We put a lot of heart and soul into this collection um, on all aspects from design to our trailer, to updating our website, to all the digital collaterals behind. Um, Also manufacturing, chip tech, AR tech, uh, generated all of the art from AI. I wanted to experiment with AI a little bit, which I was really happy with the result. You guys can see all the subject art come to life in AR mode, which is quite unique. And yeah, again, building step-by-step and really proud of the team and what we've done. And of course, Sophie has been trailblazing our marketing campaign for the past five weeks, and we've been hitting it really hard, you know? So again, thank you for inviting us. We're always happy to join Fashion Fridays any Friday. I'm going to try to come on much more often because... I always like sparring with Andy and it's fun. And you guys have been uh, behind us again since day one and let's just keep building, you know, it's going to take time. We know it. We know it's a bear market. We know the NFT side is looking like shit right now, to be honest, but we're offering something different. We're building a real brand uh, within an ecosystem that has a lot of potential. So I think if everybody just stays patient and we stick together you know we'll see the light at the end of the tunnel, and we will all persevere and come out on top.
0: One hundred percent, I couldn't agree more uh, in that, George. And I yeah, I would love to to see uh, to see you whenever you have time. Um, but I agree with what you said. You know the only the only thing is like I, I think the NFT market um, as we know it right is is in a tough state. But you know if you strip away really. I think what you, your thesis and probably our thesis is very similar. The NFT is just a digital receipt at the very end of the day. That technology is sound and not going anywhere. Um, so I'm super bullish on the future uh, of that. But yeah, the, the market in terms of the way it exists today, um, probably going to evolve, probably going to um, transition into something else um, entirely different. And, and we'll look back at this and, and um, you know revel in the way things once were. Uh, which is pretty crazy. But uh, I saw Sophie's hand kind of came up as I was making that statement. So Sophie, dive in. Come on in the conversation. Thank thank
4: you. Um, I think part of the reason why I'm personally so passionate and bullish on Colton Rain 2 is the digital asset that we're creating because, you know, you said that the NFTs of course is more so of a digital receipt in our case, but taking it one step somewhat further is we what i believe you know i i've been buying and selling streetwear sneakers and then of course now nfts for a long time and i you know we've heard this fidgetal term it's very very controversial i get it you know whatever but the reason why we're using fidgetal is because we actually do have a fidgetal piece in this drop like every single nft of these 401 nfts that you're going to mint on tuesday are actually going to be backed by the hoodie and it's not the model that we've seen in this market you know typically it is a receipt where you purchase the nft and then you burn the nft and you get your physical and they're saying yeah that's not digital it's not that's 100 right and that's why i think our model is so unique because the nft will actually be infused into the nfc chip that's then embedded into the hoodie that we're going to produce during you know, physical production and fabrication. So the digital hoodie itself will actually be tradable as an NFT on the block. And that's with the uh, upcoming secondary marketplace that we'll have living on our website. So I don't wanna get too technical here, But this is where I'm bullish on Fidgetals. I'm bullish on Colton Rain. Like, I just think that this model is very different because if you think of a, a, you know, reseller, even like eBay or something like StockX, um, they... You know, there, if, everything, if you bought a pair of Jordans and it was issued as an NFT and then the NFT lived inside that shoe and you went to sell it on, let's say, StockX, not only do you get all the authenticity, proof of ownership, and all the bonus utilities and token-gated content that Andy and George touched on, you also will be able to trade it as a digital asset where the physical moves with it. And that's really game-changer. That is a true digital garment. Because it's not just the traditional, oh, you burnt, like, for instance, if I want to buy you know, no shade at any of, of the other, uh, like, you know, PFP projects that have done merch, but if you want to buy, let's say, an Izuki jacket, or you want to buy the AR hoodie that Artifact did, it's like, it's, it's almost a dead, the product loses its life cycle when you claim it, because now you have the physical and the NFT is just sitting on OpenSea with a, you know, pretty much end of its product life ours lives on and it will live on forever because of that chip, because of the way we've built this and because of the marketplace that we're going to have. So just, just wanted to bring bring a point there because that's what I'm really excited about and why, you know, our NFTs, of course, are NFTs and a physical, but it's really a fidgetal and not just any kind of uh, receipt.
6: Yeah. Exactly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Because
1: no, 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 no. I'm sitting here like, so fast! cuz she absolutely murdered that. Like, I I'm such a fan, y'all. You don't even understand. But um yeah, you delivered that in a way where it was I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know, especially with the secondary the secondary marketplace. I'm like, "Oh, holy shit. I didn't even know this whole time." So, that's that's very interesting and that's wow. that's something different. That's something new. So, um yeah, that's wild. Th- did you want to uh, say something, James? I'm sorry mm-hmm. I cut you off.
0: No, no, no! You're good. You're good. You're, I'm fan. I'm girl Sophie. I I love it. I I I, I couldn't agree uh, more with what she said. I think that that's the future of the space. Um, yeah, I mean, down down to the down to every last statement on there. Nothing uh, that she said I, I would disagree with in terms of where um, a everything should have already been would have been nice to see, but uh, where it's definitely going. Um, but I would say I, I saw Doctor uh, Robotics' hand came up. Wasn't sure if you had a question. Um, or um yeah, sure I had a qu- yeah, I had a Go question. Yeah, had a question. Come on in. All right,
6: so you showed me. I'm buying. So what is it? Allow list? <laughs> and if it's a list, can I get it? You did? I can't buy it if I don't get the allow list. If if it exists, but yeah, you saw. No, you, you showed never me. saw their sneakers. Oh, yeah.
1: You never saw their sneakers and stuff.
6: I ain't see shit. I mean, she did shoot. Pe- me, shoot Peña- me. I ain't posted see posted a photo
1: of the Colton rain sneakers that she had on, and they were fire. Post them up to the top.
6: I ain't gonna lie. I got I got some limited edition number Listen, nine. These are limited like, these edition, edition number one. Jordan's like I keep something on my feet though. Like you know what I'm saying? Like let me see them. I keep something on my. Feet. Look
1: at them. Look at them. Them things is fire. But definitely.
6: Okay, I'm I'm looking now. Them my, I'm what, my All that. Now. Oh they look like foams a little No, bit. they they better they look foam. like foam posits a little bit. No, Mom, foams is weird. They do though a little bit. Yeah. Nah, they look all right, but they do look like foams No, they better than foam.
1: What's up, uh Robotic hush now? You do it. Uh say no. Hold
6: uh, on, but wait, I'm serious. Yeah. What the allow Is, is there a Because 'Cause I'm trying to I'm trying to buy.
4: Yeah, let's let me let me do a little pitch here for you to understand so we started with the sneakers then we did varsity jackets which was a huge collab you can see one of the jackets hanging in shekinah's we're closet um, she's talking she's talking got, she's talking oh you got yeah yeah. want to make sure i'm not being rogued um yeah so now we're doing hoodies we're minting uh dr robot nick we are minting on tuesday and I guess I mean we have George and Andy here, so back me up if this is cool. But if anyone is interested in this special Fashion Friday, we'll we'll get out some whitelists. Honestly, just DM either me just, or Colton. Just like Rain.
9: that, just straight
6: up. Yeah, don't leave no money on the table. Don't all make right, it hard to buy right. something.
4: Yeah, all just,
9: right, just like that. Yeah, I'm a it. Buy and
6: I'm gonna buy and I'm gonna share it in my chat because my name, like I, I got a little he, bit of weight. He hates you know everything. I'm, so
1: if he let's likes something,
6: do it. Let's
1: listen. Do it. All right, he hates so let's everything.
3: Do this.
6: Anybody. Let's I need about it. I need about 7 of them like forever but I'm okay. just I left that, it at myself I left it at myself guys, but you, I got some money got, for you you um, guys
3: you guys inspired the team let's do this as a special one-off offer just for this second for all of the people that are tuning in right now because our collection is also only 401 so it will be a blowout on Tuesday if you guys DM whoever's tuning in at this second if you guys DM Colton Rain, right now, we will give you 15% off into our VIP first wave, which is for holders only. Okay, straight up, just like that. Special offer to Fashion Fridays, our friends and family. If you guys hit hit us up right now, we'll take it down. But the offer lasts for five minutes
6: that's it i'm i'm so sorry last thing i'm in twitter jail so i can't follow back and i won't be able to dm you literally so i'm gonna do it from ebook warehouse so when you get it the ebook warehouse you that's got it me. man all you right got thank it, you, my friend thank you got I'm
3: it hooked,
6: hooked
7: up that's it Sophie, Sophie's the most responsible and honest one out of the three of us. So she'll absolutely take care of uh, you or and, and anyone uh, in the audience. George and I, we're, we're not so responsible when we're a little carefree. So, but Sophie, she's tight. She's got to, she's got to. So dime. this
1: is why I think that you, you did a great idea by bringing Sophie. And it's not just because she's awesome. It's because she is, she is your, who you need to reach. Like she is that. Like 100%. She's
3: our, she, she's our anchor. She,
7: she's <laughs> she's so good right now. <laughs> you know, you guys are making me blush. <laughs> no, but Stacks, you're you're so right. You know, what's really interesting about this whole campaign that we've run is about, it's about new eyeballs and new people coming into the space, either from new projects, you know, into the fashion space or into the space for the first time. You know, I we love our community. We want to build on our community. It's you know the the community is the backbone and the core of Colton Rain, and will always be that. But actually, you've got to keep acquiring new customers. Like the health of the space is only going to continue to grow if, in fact, that you can acquire and grow and bring in new and new folks. And so that's been um, a really interesting kind of like strategic approach because we have obviously focused on the core and told the community about what's going on and you know they're engaged with us they're kind of we call them small but mighty um but actually the real focus of this is how do we kind of get you know a greater kind of like visibility and eyeballs on Colton rain and so that's been the full kind of like steamroll strategy that um that we've taken to this even you know even if it's a small collection Again, it's about education onboarding. So that's been you know priority number one for the last like I would say eight weeks.
0: And how many did you say again? If I remember, you said four. Is it four hundred and one? Is that correct?
7: Four hundred and one. There's four different colors, one style, one body, one shape, and four different colorways. Uh, with sorry, four different colorways. In each colorway, there's two designs. So you have a graphic design, and then you have I would say a more of a commercial design. Um, so it's part of the Colton rain, I would say philosophy to keep things scarce, rare, limited, um, highly sought after. Um, and yeah, made in Los Angeles in the same factory that makes fair and God. Actually,
3: for colorway. That's it. Yeah, Four it's 401.
7: The fabrications, the fabrications we're using are more expensive than what Jerry uses on, Fear of God mainline, so um, George has got expensive taste when he's like rolling through fabrics. I'm like, wait, hang on a second, margin. Mar-, and he's like, no, it's not about my mar- this yeah, isn't about we're, margin. We're right not, now.
3: I can tell you, we're not hitting high margins.
7: The margin though, conversation sure. went out the window quite a few weeks ago, so yeah. um, we decided to just make a really badass hoodie. That's um,
3: I, that's, it's not even the badass, I wanted to make the best hoodie, you know, and for me the best hoodie in the market right now is fear of God. So I wanted to take it one step further and we've added leather trims, Italian made from a factory in Bologna that I know. So all the fine tuning and the details will be next level luxury. Packaging we've designed as well. You guys all know I love crazy packaging. So it's about giving that luxury touch uh, to ensure the quality stays at a high level for
0: colton right
7: and made in eight weeks so um yeah we got protos back into the hq yesterday so we're going through the fit and making modifications to it so you know good news is it's like you know it's only an eight week turnaround from um from on tuesday to um to producing and shipping
3: we've learned our lesson from last year you know the problem with web3 is lack of patience
7: no one's got lack, any patience yeah, anymore
3: we cannot, we cannot everyone wants it yesterday a long time to produce and we have remedied that now that we're scaling up we started development before uh, mint so that we can ship these products as soon as possible so eight weeks is what we're estimating hopefully it'll be sooner uh we don't want to push out a date that we can't hit. We've also learned that because we've had quite a few delays on our genesis, speaking frankly, uh, because that was the first time around. But we've also learned from that and grown. Uh, Future sneakers from Italy will be produced in under three months, because now we have the economies of scale and we've already produced all of the molds and the factory knows exactly what to do. So in the future, we'll be dropping much more scarce sneaker collections with different collaborations we have i'm not going to drop any alphas but we got some big collabs lined up in the next uh, quarter um, and there will be ultra limited edition uh, sneakers that will uh, roll out so that's what's coming for colton rain and again thank you guys for bringing us here on a happy friday afternoon
0: sorry i was trying to come off mute um yeah look like i said our our pleasure um super super excited you know it's interesting uh a lot of individuals i think went through a very similar experience especially in the wake of what what we came out of in terms of like COVID and everything else with regards to supply chains um that is one of the massive benefits of of doing it here in the us um you definitely get to shorten those those lead times you know the only the only thing, and, and I and we're we're producing here as well. So I'm I'm, I'm just saying it to say it because it's true. The only thing with the United States, um, the production here is still so jacked in terms of the way that um, the way that the entire supply chain is is very much fragmented for the most part, um, with a few exceptions. I mean, to find completely vertical um, is a little more difficult than it used to be, um, but you can find really great resources and, and incredible places to create uh, incredible product. Uh, And it does show through when when you get it. You know, you can kind of feel that made in the USA. Exactly.
3: (laughs) Produced in, I mean, people think made in the USA is, I don't know, like mid to high, mid to mid high tier. It's actually really expensive because, you know, the factory we're using in LA is, like you said, James vertical, you know. So they spin their own yarn, you know, they produce everything from scratch, A to Z, which is key because that, As anybody knows who's in fashion and has developed and produced the collection before um, being vertical is what speeds things up and you want to have a full package. Good. So we were lucky to be able to convince, you know, one of the top factories in LA to produce drop Oh two because of Andy's previous connections at fear of God. And yeah, it's a great factory and they're going to, just freaking nail it they've already nailed it right they produce fear of god hoodies, so that's the proof in the pudding and for me that's the most important is you gotta have precedence right and look at what brands they produced for in the past that's always what i look for so we're just really excited to you know mint this collection out get it to our holders let them scan the chip and experience a whole new frontier
0: well that's uh go go
1: ahead no so sophie we we pinned a a tweet at the top it pretty much (laughs) oh man you think i'm fangirling again of course always (laughs) Always. i was gonna say there we go so she pinned. i pinned up her tweet at the top it has to drop the um the pre mint kickoff so go ahead and and click your reminder up there you know um when is this
6: i like this better than the nike one
1: that's right (laughs) they
6: they couldn't even ship to the u.s they couldn't even ship to the u.s bro like y'all better than artifact
3: whatever that shit called
1: (laughs) so this is the it's on the 27th we we
3: ship we ship worldwide this is oh and he took 90 million dollars so there's that too so yeah
6: good stuff man for real
1: love it he's so web three
0: So I have a question, um, Andy, Georgia and Andy, I don't know if this is more your department or are you, did you guys plan anything? Um, this was just one of the topics I wanted to talk about. So it was actually, it makes sense to ask you probably first, are you guys planning anything on a metaverse fashion week? Are you doing anything at all with Decentraland? Is there any, um, are, are there any plans to, if not participate, at least attend and kind of see what's going on there?
7: You know, we're, we're not participating. Um, we have yeah, yes, yes, and no. Oh, yes and no. And no. Well, yeah. Well, yes and no, but we're not participating in Metaverse Fashion Week. Um, not because we don't want to. I don't know. Can I speak freely? Is this a safe group?
1: We, we just,
0: hate everything, oh, so yeah.
6: I'm, I'm safe. I'm <laughs> definitely safe. Full,
0: full, full transparency, we we are not participating <laughs> either. I plan on going and um, checking some things out. I have not been a big believer yet and i've i've still yet to have the full faith in we, exactly what's going on there.
3: Okay, we were invited, okay, to attend and we mold over it and at the end we decided to focus our resources and i would say concentration on this drop oo 2 promo. However, okay, we did partner up with my BFF, which is one of the biggest uh, women's projects out there, women w- women's led communities. And they're gonna be hosting uh, Metaverse Fashion Week, I believe on their own, uh, with collaboration with DCL and Spatial. And that's next week. We did collab with them. So we designed a RPM avatar, Colton Rayn RPM avatar, uh, that's gonna be featured in their runway show. And also we have a couple of digital wearables that we've designed that will be featured. Uh, The runway show will be featured in Spatial. And then the digital wearable will be featured in Decentraland. So we kind of tapped into another community and I guess, you know, made that partnership to alleviate the workload for Colton Rain so that we could focus on Drop 02. But on the Decentraland party, the big one, um, yeah, we were invited to it. We looked at the calendar, we looked at the attendees and at the end of the day, it just wasn't enough for our, return on investment.
0: How about that? Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. Go ahead he, he's being
7: kind. Um, I would, I'm going to put on my diplomatic GQ hat on that. I wore a few weeks ago. Um, I think at the moment, the way that they've structured involvement is geared up to big web to fashion brands that have big web two marketing budgets. Uh, and they, and that might be a strategy of theirs. That might be a, a, a you know, a tactic that is very clear from their side of you a side. But when you're talking about kind of like a, you know, a brand like Colton Rain, um, and we're a startup, right? We don't have the funds, the means, the manpower, the resources that you know a an Adidas or a Dolce Gabbana or you know one of the Web two brands, Tommy Hilfiger, you know, you can just you can employ an agency and basically do it all for them or with them. You know, those those fees that are associated with involvement. I mean, they're just so prohibitive um, at the moment. And so that's what I'm hoping will change and evolve over time is that, you know, it won't just be geared up for the big, you know, I would say Web2 fashion houses to to get involved and to do their marketing around uh, an event like this. And is that it's actually true, truly built, maybe half and half will split between the builders and Web3 and the fashion brands in Web2 that are crossing over and coming back and forth and have a long-term strategy in place. So... Um yeah, basically the numbers don't stack up if you're a, if you're a startup or you're a creative, uh, or unless you're just a you know a Tommy Hilfiger figure and your marketing budgets allow involvement.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad that you offered that that perspective um, on that. I had a similar view, probably more of a maximalist view on kind of the web3 fashion space in terms of, that's like I said, faith there is a gift I've yet to receive. And, and it's probably because when I look at the way it was set up, I think that it didn't take web three as the primary um, concern of the way that they were doing this. And percent agree. Yeah. Like I just, it was, a it was almost like an afterthought. And I thought that that was really intriguing and interesting Um But I get it at the same token, um, money talks and um, these big brands are going to kind of come in to try to to dip their toe, which I think is somewhat comical, um, just given the state of how how things actually are. Like, I think if you're truly on it, you understand digital over pure digital. Right. Um, Because I think that that's probably the gateway and path to success a lot sooner than pure digital plays not to say that anything that happens during metaverse fashion week is not going to be a digital experience but i i do think that more often than not that's a pure um kind of digital um atmosphere and experience that they're trying to create there um so i i just thought that that was really interesting and and i've seen this progress i'm keeping my eye on it um i'll go and see if it's any better than than it was last year but uh, in all honesty i think they're missing the mark in the way that this is transpiring but we do have hands uh i think josh came up before we eat, so i don't i'm not really sure there so josh um coming in first off happy friday how are you friend
10: hey good good um been been really busy this week um but i'm happy to have made the space here uh, i i think this conversation is really interesting and it's something i think about a lot um i was curious if they were to try to remain um, digitally native, what kind of, like, what should they do differently? Do you think it's fundamentally trying to be, like, digital only that's the problem, or is there a way to remain uh, focused on the digital aspect, but then, you know, still try to find a way to uh, more strategically, like, grow or build a larger audience or that kind of thing?
0: I'm I'm so glad that you asked that because that's literally what I was inferring without really saying, like, I'm not going to tell them how to do it. If I were to have done it, it would have been digital first, meaning I would have taken IRL shows um, and IRL fashion weeks and then tried to integrate digital components uh, into that that were digital experiences that could allow everyone to dip their toe uh, in on that side and kind of see what this is all about, but then still offer a peek in digitally to the IRL um, from people that wanted to watch, I would rather watch a real show digitally as part of like Web3 Fashion Week, um, as part of that that experience, than watch something digitally. Um, but then still have a whole host of rewards and opportunities and experiences that um, kind of fuse the two together. So I think starting there probably would have been smarter for something like this. Just because I, I don't know, I don't, I'm not, and I know Matthew probably has thoughts on this too. So we'll get to him here in a little bit, but. I'm not vibing with the way it was set up, because to your point, Josh, I think it was probably executed um, too far on one end of the spectrum um, for for someone like me to really want to get involved. Did that answer your question?
10: Yes. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to push you to get too pointed, <laughs> but it seems like uh, you don't believe in um the concept of like the metaverse at least at today is that safe to say like is that kind of what you're getting at or am i missing i, I think
0: it's no 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 you're not okay. you're missing cool. anything at all i think i think that the proper way to put it is we have put and we've placed our bet on a digital experience over a, yeah. a 100% yeah. digital experience because our thesis is from an adoption standpoint and from a consumption standpoint on the consumer basis they will consume that before they're fully digital. So I don't disbelieve in metaverses. I just think that just like AR is a gateway drug to VR, I see digital experiences. And stacky, we're going to put that on our bingo card. I say that often. <laughs> um, we're gonna, we're gonna put. Um, we're going to put Fidgetal experiences as kind of the gateway into um, I think these metaverses in terms of like CPG and and apparel and things like that. Okay, cool. I mean, I
3: I can add on that. I'm going to add on that for two seconds. I mean, for us, for Colton Rain, Fidgetal is really the foundation, right? This is what we're going to build our brand upon. This is what's going to give us credibility, but we do also have our own microverse, right? Called culture world, which we host events on. Regularly, we have a metaverse shop, which is called Culture World. Everything is web-based, which you can log on to from our website. Very easy to use. A lot of people have attended our virtual parties. Um, we've also built out, you know, another leg as a main utility that we're airdropping to our holders called the Culture Pad. Your own virtual space station is coming. We've been building that for five months. Um, that we're gonna be airdropping. In the next couple of months, um, we do believe that digital wearables is the future. It's just a matter of time, and we do know that digital wearables will be a much higher margin product for us to be able to scale with. You know, investors love to see that you have a light at the end of the tunnel that says, "Oh, I can make a gazillion dollars with digital wearables." You know, selling ten thousand, fifty thousand at 10 bucks a pop, like, you know, targeting Gen Zers on Roblox type of concept, which is completely correct. You know, that's going to happen. It's just going to take time for, I think, um, millennials or above to adopt to that um, faster than um, what, it's going to take more time for millennials and above to adapt to it versus Gen Z right now and younger, if that makes sense. So again, we believe in digital wearables in the metaverse. It's just not happening as fast as we expected. Versus last year when they held the Decentraland Metaverse party, people were like freaking out, "Holy shit, this is the future" because VCs were investing a gazillion dollars into it and everything got hyped up, but it just moved a lot slower than we expected, right? Like the, the traffic into decentraland slowed down after the first wave of like that initial four to five month pop, right? And we 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 realized that too. But I do believe it will come back. It's just gonna take more time, and it's gonna evolve.
0: I I couldn't agree with you more on that, George. And that's 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 articulated in a, in a different way than I was. So, whereas I believe in it long term. I just don't see that being today. Um, to your point. Agreed. Agree, man. That's why
3: we use our metaverse for parties, right? Like, we're using it as a proof of concept. We have a virtual shop. We believe in virtual social shopping. Our metaverse fills up uh, like a baseball stadium. On game night, people show up. Without a game, people don't <laughs> show up. That's where we're at right now. Simple as that.
1: So, so, and I've played around with microverses before, and uh, is this uh like an app on the phone? Like one of my favorite NFT projects that came out a while ago that didn't mint out had a microverse, and it it was a bar. You got, it was like a little club, and you know the the metadata changed, and you get you had your NFT in there, but they didn't mint out. It was so sad because it was a really good project. But do you have a um? Do you have is your microverse like that? Is like an app or is it something?
3: Computer? No, no, no. It's not an app. It's web based. We partnered up with. Suvo Meta, that's our metaverse uh-huh. partner. I think they're actually tu- tuning in at the bottom there. I see Wade, the CEO. Come up. In. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, our, they're our partner. We have, uh, Wade, if you're listening in, you should come up. Here's your chance to, you need shield, to show your microverse. Uh, Suvo sw- sw- Meta, they're one of the top. Mm-hmm. Huh? They built out our metaverse. It's web based. So it's not, we don't believe in app based metaverses because there's a big barrier to that. Mm-hmm. You can send a link to anybody. And you can come on, whether through desktop or mobile as well. When we host events right now, it's desktop only. We're still trying to build out um, the mobile version to be able to accommodate live streaming. Because all of our metaverse events, we stream DJs in, right? Like CJ Trax is one of our boys, Tropics. They all stream in and host uh, virtually uh, parties for us.
1: So I want to go I want to go to wait a Raid. Is it Raid?
0: I'm tripping. Well, hold on. What's Steve- Steve's impatiently waiting Steve- up
1: here with his hand, which is... Uh, Steve oh, was, yeah. Steve the was asleep that he does the
5: whole that. time. What's going on, Steve? Steve? was asleep the whole time. I, I was just going to comment on, on Josh's question, which is, I think, uh, I don't think anybody who's working on digital fashion is betting against the digital wearable market, but I would say that the digital market... Uh, The digital wearable market for metaverse is is kind of held up by the tech barrier of interoperability for a lot of people because you know at the moment, hundred
3: percent, man, hundred percent.
5: Yeah, and and that's like that's my general thesis is that interoperability will change that. But right now, spending a lot of your time, money, and energy there, if you're a fashion brand, is something that is is probably not. It's something that you. It's probably not best spent now. So when there's interoperability and standards that allow you to kind of cross and portal across, um, you know, sort of the different games. So, you know, think of it as if you were, I mean, in, in a web two world where this would never happen because they don't talk to each other. If like you could wear your Minecraft wearables and it's sort of voxel and then go into Roblox and maybe it's still a little voxel, a little nicer and then go into Fortnite and it's photorealistic or not. We really photorealistic, but cartoony uh, in the Fortnite style and then into grand theft auto. And it's more photorealistic. Like that would be the concept that we're missing right now, which will exist because um, it's simple as building the standards, and you can't stop it, right? Because it's not about the actual sandbox building it or about, um, you know, other side building it. It's about coding it so that you have a, a cross standard with the individual project. So I think that's the thing that we're missing on being built on top of, of these, um, is that portability. So spending your time and money there isn't as accurate as sort of what, you know, Colton Rain's saying about, you know, throwing a metaverse party, which is a lot more makes a lot more sense, right? It's a proof of concept of what a lot of people do now. but uh, you know uh, it, it, you're not precluded from doing it in the future because it's just coding on top of your current existing software to do it. So I think like that's that to me is like the sort of gap that's being filled there and why I would say like people like Colton Rain and, and James at Clubhouse aren't necessarily focusing on it because it's not something you can't do in the future. But if you're spending your time doing it now, you're probably missing on sort of the in-person visual experience, the AR, which again, that is phenomenal. What's being built there. I mean, it's, it's a really cool experience. The actual, you know, uh, you, you know, near frequency communication chips, which have all sorts of applications. So I think that's where to me personally, like I see it because it's not like it's not happening. Cause you know, uh, I see my kids, right? Like my eight year old, my 11 year old are on spring break and they spent the day playing Fortnite and on Roblox with their friends. Like that is what their habits are. It's like, I think it's like three and four Gen Z, People say they would absolutely, they will spend money, you know, between twenty and a hundred dollars on on a metaverse. I'm probably conflating a couple stats there because I don't have them in front of me. But the idea that Gen Z is spending money on this—I mean, my, my son is—my son who I cannot get to clean up his fucking McDonald's cup is saying, "I will do chores around the house if it means that I can get a monthly pass, which gets me new skins in Fortnite." So it's coming, it's happening, and he's like learning the idea of like working to buy what you have there. But um, that's, that's, I think, why the time and money and energy isn't spent there because somebody else, like, is going to, you know, blaze the, like, blaze the path for you. Like, somebody else is going to get in the boat, go across the sea, and see if there's land there on that. And I think for a smaller Steven, company, they can do that.
3: Steven, it's also really expensive to build out. I mean, that's also part of the reason, right? Like, that's what we've experienced as well. Like, we obviously, we want Culture World to be, to be able to, you know, have our users portal into the end but that tech is still being developed right now that's why rpm is having so much success you know because their avatars are now you know they have access into many many different microverses out there and that's why they're scaling fast but we're trying to figure it all out man we're still at it's such a nascent stage right now it's like dialogue really with the whole metaverse ecosystem but like Steve um, said, man, it's it's definitely going to be, it's going to heat up when you can start portaling portaling back and forth between the different uh, the different big players. I would say,
5: yeah, and 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 last thing I'll say and it is, and this is just my thesis. I like, and I could be completely wrong, but I, you know, I think this is the problem with some of the dumb bastards who are leading these video game uh, companies is that you know why you see CEOs from Activision Blizzard coming over to Yuga Labs because like you're costing yourself copious amounts of money from micro transactions in your games by like walling them off to people only being allowed to play them. Like the fact that I can't portal from Grand Theft Auto into Fortnite with my son with certain things, I, I'm not spending money on both platforms because I'm being forced into a choice that I don't need to be forced into versus the interoperability, which again, I exactly to your point, it's like somebody else is going to build this who has the money to do it. Like that's why, I mean, Yugo Labs has $450 million in in funding against basically unicorn valuation let them build it they have a giant war chest like like if Yuga labs is walking down the street and there's a million dollars on the sidewalk it's actually basically not worth their freaking effort to go pick it up because it's too hard right they have that much money so like if they have that much money and that's a rounding error to them let them build the interoperability and the standards and then you take advantage of it but that's I just think that video game uh, companies are probably going to leave money on the table without interoperability because they could build their own standards even in their closed systems and they're choosing not to. And now the technology's there and blockchain actually solves that problem so you don't have to build like five systems that talk to each other. Because that's the other thing is like if you're building five systems that talk to each other, one thing breaks and the whole thing breaks and then you're trying to diagnose a problem versus like, What the blockchain does is solve all those problems. It's why DraftKings sets up tradable player cards on the Polygon network instead of saying, let's get seven different vendors to get this thing to talk to each other. Um, And there are multiple vendors, but generally speaking, it's like the blockchain solves the problem for you. So I think like that long answer to Josh's question, but I think that's where the limitations currently stand. And that's why I think it's a very smart strategic business decision for a Colton Rain and Clubhouse Archives, a digital or a digital uh, fashion to say, I'm going to do that. Because people can wear it and have those interactions in person and see the power of the technology and kind of get that sort of like, you know, like James said, like a gateway drug into it. I think it's a really actually great way to describe it um, as it goes. And then from there, let Adidas and Nike and uh, Yuga Labs go build out interoperability standards. And then, you know, and the sandbox say, this is the code you need to put in for your shit to work, just layered on top of it. And then by that time, honestly, like, will not shock me if ChatGPT can just fucking write it for you, basically, and you just need to kind of modify it. So, um, anyway, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. But that's kind of my thinking on that.
1: So, so our our friend our friend dipped out, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Alpha Pro Club. They're out there uh, in the audience. He was he was one of the people with them. So, you know, that's family right there. Faded. Somebody come up and and speak with us, but we got more hands. So. Who do I want to hear from, though?
5: <laughs> Does Josh have a follow up? Because I saw Josh's hand throw up. So I wanted to, I don't know, maybe yeah. like.
10: Go ahead, Josh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
10: you can go ahead, if you want to. Yeah. No, go ahead, right. Josh.
8: You had your hand <laughs> up before me. I'm just talking about the sentiments that's going on in this room right now.
11: Yeah. Fair enough. Thanks. <laughs> oh. oh. I ain't even know what the hell y'all got going on. Ayo, Stacky, ayo, thank you for the mic, yo, word. Like, I don't even know what y'all got going on. But, like, look, I was just telling my man I'm on board. Ayo, thumbs down? Ayo, come on, chill. Like, yo, if I'm not over here on boardin', then we ain't gonna get more money. Fuck is you talking about? I'm over here on boardin and my man was like, yo, he was already following Stacky and shit. So I pulled you up, seen the motherfucking purple ring. And I was like, yo, my nigga, like, yo, check her out. She's right here. What is
1: going on?
11: Hey, look, I'm lit over here IRL fiat mining you know what I mean getting that paper you know what I mean like all right you know I mean? like, good job hey look hey look it's all love though look I just wanted gotcha. to pull up and talk my shit though but look blessings to everybody buy whatever the fuck you could buy invest in everything keep going because like yo we, we we hit the bottom it's time to go up you know what I mean Straight not financial
1: up. advice thank you all right whose hands? Who's was up all right Joshua Mom. go ahead Mom
10: yeah i my one follow-up is i i do agree i feel like there's two different ways to go about it though like one of them is to um add on the physical element go digital but the other one is to um try and find ways to build stadiums and design activities that um draw a crowd so i think that's the other the other potential way to go and it's it's a little weird to me that um all these metaverse platforms don't give you more to do. Thankfully, Mona just um, released support for scripting and stuff. So I think um, that is coming, but I guess I'm just surprised that they were so slow about it. I don't know. It's weird to me, Um, but I'm biased as a coming from game dev background. Um, I will say, though, about the ChatGBT thing, um, you can now add plugins to ChatGBT, and the way that that works is, is insane. What you do is you write a manifest file. And uh, it doesn't even matter if you know what that means or not. What you put in it is not like a bunch of lines of code. You just describe in, in like relative English uh, what you want the API to do. And then it just figures out how to do it. And that's how their plugin system works. So the quote unquote like programming that you do to add a plugin is to just tell the AI, like, Hey, can you do this for me? Like set up the plugin this way. And then it just figures it out. And so I do think that the future of interoperability is absolutely going to involve AI because, and I said this before three or four spaces ago on fashion Friday, I think the superpower of AI is to transform data. And so um, from the perspective of the AI, these avatars and avatar systems of all these platforms is just a, data in a certain format and so the ai will be able to take your avatar uh, that was made in a certain style and with a certain you know uh functional systems of whatever platform and then just translate it into the other one i think that's going to be a key component and shout out to susan cummings of Petaverse, who is already working on this exact thing so hold on a
0: minute she's using she so that's the interoperability, in-
10: yeah, I'm not sure if they're using AI for it, but the interoperability part, okay. yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to misspeak there. Hey, guys, I'm really, really sorry, but I'm going to have to cut
3: out because I have a hard stop. Uh, it's been, you know, almost an hour and 20 minutes for me. So, sorry, I have to jump on another important call. But, again, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you guys for inviting us. I think Andy and Sophie will stick around for a little bit, but I got to bounce and looking forward to the big mint next week. And Monday night, we have our pre-mint spaces party, 7 p.m. It's pinned on the top. We got some heavy hitters coming. Uh, I really hope everybody can join us and support. Uh, We're just going to have a good time, 90 minutes, rotate a bunch of people up to talk and, you know, talk about fashion, talk about Web3, talk about life, and just good people, good vibes, and, you know, push it forward. Thank you, guys.
0: Yeah, thank you, George. Really appreciate it. And thanks for uh, taking the time to kind of walk us through that. I'm super excited. I'm pumped. Um, and you will definitely see me next week um, during that minute. Hold up one sec. Sorry. Don't come up here. Unmute your mic. Yeah. We're going to get in trouble. Um, but, uh, yeah, right. Uh, George, be well. Have a good weekend. Do do your thing, and I'll uh, see you next week. Um, Thank you, guys. Bye, bye. Of course, take care. Uh, Stacky, should we go to Money Mom? What do we, do you, do you, it's your go call, ahead, Money Mom. <laughs> James played along
8: <laughs> and then the sneakily laugh. What you got going on today, James? So I was just gonna tell you guys, Steve. How spoil are you? Okay, just you. Just cause you can't. Uh, Hang out with your kid in, in Fortnite from Grand Theft Auto. That's your reason for not playing games. This is crazy. And I, I also wanted to bring up the point of how important, you know, um, in-person uh, fashion shows and, like, art is. And I, I like that digital and, you know, digital art and digital fashion is incorporated into runways in real life. Like, I don't necessarily think, you know, and, I, and I'm and i kind of the same sentence. I don't think everything has to be in the metaverse, right, like, for us to adopt the technology and use it. And digital fashion has been around, like, for a minute. Like, I, I can even, like, early 2010s, like, that people are already, like, looking into that and, like, incorporating um, digital aspects into fashion. So it's not, like, a new thing, Um yeah and, and nobody wants to have like blocky clothes in the metaverse like i'm good on that i don't like there's some metaverse that where you know i'm I'm just good on their fashion they don't need to have it and i'm okay with it so
1: you wouldn't wear the big red boots i mean they look blocky to me
8: no you no
1: you look cute i know i wouldn't wear the big red no, the no shirt, i wouldn't
8: the red hat do do i look like a clown mm-hmm. to you that's the first question
5: i'd wear the shit out of those boots i'm just saying <laughs> I- I knew Steve was going to come on the boots.
8: I mean,
0: look at your hat. I don't, oh, no. Like, now you're not going bustle Oh, the boots cut oh, the hat. They is. definitely do. Um, Money Mom, though, here's the thing. I, I I actually agree with Steve on, on well, A, not everything needs to be in the metaverse. When we talk about games, they definitely 100% should be. And the fact that today still we don't have the interoperability um, is, to me, kind of mind-blowing because I, I do think that that's going to change everything and the way that we approach um, even our view of all of this. If you saw a demo of people doing exactly what Steve just said, people would, would 100% want to check that out just to see how it, it actually transpired. Because that's really cool, right? To be able to go from environment to environment to environment like that seamlessly um, with all those assets.
8: So I I play I do play The Sims Right I play The Sims 4 And right currently It's online And uh, If you had, Like if you know anything About the mobile version You're able to like Go in other people's worlds Right Like you're able to like But you can't play with them So I agree With those things Like for For games and stuff like that My my, I think one of One of the big reasons Why I think they Won't do it right now There's so many gamers Who are coders as well And like who do mods And stuff like that So, like, that's going to be an issue. And then also, like, looking at the profit. So, like, you know, if I go to, if I'm coming from the Sims and I go to the Grand Theft Auto and I buy something, like, but it's, it can be used in both games. Like how is that going to work? I think there's a lot of things that they still have to, you know, figure out, but it's super cool. I wasn't saying that I was just giving Steve a hard time. Cause he's like, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with it. If I can't go play with my son and, and roll from grand theft auto, like what's the point? So I was just giving him a hard time, but no, I totally agree with that.
0: Well, I can tell you, Steve probably doesn't need any more of a uh, of a hard time today specifically, but uh I, anytime that you can take a shot. Sorry, Steve. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> no, no, I'm just messing with you. Um, Joe, man, man, Joe oh, man. is
1: up here.
0: Joe up on stage is amazing. I know. Um, Joe, Say up, something man? prolific. Say
1: something prolific.
0: Well, I
12: have to be honest with you. I've been in the audience, but for a little bit of this, I had to go to another space on my other phone and kick Rafsby around. And then I came back over here. So that was fun because uh, it's been a day like that too. Steve, how you doing, man? hey joe
5: speaking of involved not on the not on the uh the end of my my ire this morning but involved in the uh the, the discussion which it. caused it i i love you buddy
12: i would have stayed but i really i do that space to tell people to go fuck themselves at seven forty. that's a hard stop for me you know i gotta get it in before vicky launches the ai space to respect but um like the the thing that um You know, last year for like the, from basically like, I don't know, May, June through until all the way to December, I used to do a a fashion tech space on Wednesdays. And we'd have a lot of different smaller designers that come up and metaverse builders. And this guy who, you know, I met the guy building the AR systems for Apple and shit like that. And like, you know, one of the complications that we run into when we talk about the clothing is that and you know james you know this because you you mess with Clow 3d you got to make that gravity work but it's the movement right and the scaling i think weapons will be the first thing that you'll be able to be interoperable because you don't have to actually deal with that much um of the of the act the accuracy really because like money mom was saying like who wants to have fucked up looking clothes uh uh you know You don't want to do that, especially if the whole point of it is like flexing your fashion and then all of a sudden you look like a moron. So I think like hats, like things that don't necessarily have to move as much as a garment, you'll see that. But those garment sizes can get real big and that's the thing that I struggle with is that like everybody's like metaverse metaverse it's web 3 and I'm like it's not really web 3 it can be web 3 you can integrate that into web 3 but like we we need to spend a Google or a Yuga size amount of VC money to figure out like decentralized data management and like we're nowhere close to that so like wallet connect cool let's go play a game amazing if you could put out 20 browser games where you could just take your ape Steve and just move it through different games that'd be fucking cool but like until we figure out really how to like make a global audience able to log in and sit on the same server with zero latency and play a fucking game where you can take your wearable from one place to another place like we're not there yet but you know i continue to believe in it and work towards it but that's
5: kind of where i'm at it, i was that's actually kind of it's a really um really good like point that i was it, it's actually like a really articulate way of of pushing on kind of some of the things i was saying earlier i think which is you know uh, building on that it's like you know tomorrow with the second trip you know just bringing it back to even the news of the day for a lot of people um we're going to like the fact that we ran a first trip with no latency no issues uh completely smooth and had all those concurrent users on a wallet connected metaverse like very cool right and that was like but it's like that's the first step in a multi-year process that, or what I believe will be a multi-year process to build something out like that. So you need to build that first before you're even able to do all the other things I mentioned, which is why I think fidgetal is a focal point versus a metaverse fashion focal point. Cause people are, I mean, one of the biggest separations I'll have, like again, transparently like writing this, this book that I'm working on, like one of the biggest things I run into is Businesses and people who think like well, NF- they either a they're like NFTs aren't those like the scam like FTX and stuff, or like this is two completely different things and they don't really relate. And then number two is actually like people like coming up with like, oh well, NFTs like isn't that like the metaverse? And I don't think that I want to walk around in a video game with a VR headset. And it's like, no, 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 these are different things. The metaverse is an application of NFT technology, which can be really cool, but like you know, on paper by the letter of the law, like metaverses are also those closed loop systems that we we have going on so i i think like people like run into that and they have like this misperception of that and they conflate oh well the end game of nfts is gaming the metaverse it's an application of nfts but nfts are also portable wallets it's it's loyalty programs it's you know what gated drops it's things dot swoosh is doing so i think there's a lot there but i'll I'll let you kind of get back in joe
12: well, no, it's it's to go to that. Like we've been trained these last couple of years, right? To identify the wallet connection as our like entryway into web three. And really like the wallet connect is our exit point from web three. And that's when we start to go back and, and talk with web two. And that's how come that's where so many of the Uh, transactions end up in lost assets because it's when you leave the safety of the cocoon of the web three and you move to the wallet connection to take you into that web two stack that you are basically leaving home you're leaving your safe spot and i i think about it a lot like if web three was like if like we thought about it like disneyland and we thought about like web three in that aspect and a metaverse it's like I can take my kids to Disneyland, but they can't get on all the rides because they're not the right size. And so we have to figure out almost how to make the sizes of all the rides fit the kids so they can go on everything. And then once we do that, we'll be able to pass through from park to park seamlessly. And then that's, that's your solution. But like, there's programs being built now to get rid of the wallet connection so that we'll be able to use like Web3 search engines and browsers without having to have the wallet connect, but still be operating in that immutable data space.
5: Yeah, and and I think like things like social sign on will come on. You'll have uh, better software that makes things easier. Um, and, and the other thing, like last thing I'll I'll say on it, and then uh, I know I know uh, Cowboy Tom's been been pretty patient for a while. I'll toss out there is that the reason one of the reasons people think of the metaverse this way is like the accountability sort of lies on us in Web three that it's our own fucking fault that every like project and arguably grifter in uh, 2021 was coming out and saying, and actually wait, you just mentioned you're arguing with raspy, not saying grifter, but like just generally speaking, like talk about promises. Like, and again, I I don't know. I should not have said that, but like point is like, you talk about like empty promises. Like a lot of people were saying things that they were going to do in the metaverse that just weren't possible from people who I know who are working the metaverse. And everybody was like, well, you're going to have this in the sandbox and this into central land. It's like, the only thing that I've gotten that actually has been super workable really in that time frame was when board. Yacht Club dropped me a Decentraland hoodie, which was like, I can't even use cause I connect with Decentraland off my hot wallet. Cause I didn't, there was no warm wallet delegation yet and it's in my cold wallet. And so it's like, I couldn't even use that shit. Um, but that's I think that's the problem is that like, we did this to ourselves where last summer, a lot of like projects that came out were saying buy this and then you're gonna get your metaverse cadillac and your metaverse uh this and you're gonna go play around in our metaverse land in our build that's gonna be awesome and then none of that came to fruition because it just wasn't there yet and the tech wasn't ready and so we did this to ourselves and then everybody else went and when they're telling their friends because let's face it nft people in 2021 particularly were like fucking crossfit people where they just want to tell everybody about it it was like a bunch of crossfit vegans going around being like hey guys like I'm into NFTs. You should be too. Look, the number's going up, which I forget who it was. I think it was Ben Jamin's rule where he said, anytime you're taking a screenshot of how much money you made and send it to your friend, it's time to fucking sell. And so people were just going around having those conversations and it was like, we did this to ourselves where now like friends would be like, oh, isn't that that thing where you walk around? It's about the metaverse and there was headlines in metaverse, metaverse, metaverse. And at the end of the day, like that that was never technology that was going to be quite coming up and ready and people were claiming things that weren't going to happen. So... Um, I don't know, we, like that was the other thing I'd add on is like we absolutely did this to ourselves where everybody got caught up in the hype of what people who didn't actually understand the tech but just understood how to like pay a dev and get a Fiverr artist to do something and then Mint were doing and then you know ultimately being like, oh, we failed and we tried, it's a failed business. So we did it to ourselves in that sense too that we, we have this unrealistic expectation and Joe brings up a very, you know, like, exactly the nitty gritty. It's like how my shirt moves in the wind In other side or grand theft auto or whatever is a huge like complicated error that people don't think about that is something that happens so um uh you've been you've been super patient cowboy tom sorry i keep jumping in but it's uh joe always gets me going because he always has really good thought but cowboy tom uh no
9: bro it's all good man you're dropping some gems on us man so um i appreciate it Um, I I totally agree with what you guys got going on. And I consult for a lot of Web2 businesses and, um, you know, trying to explain this, like one of my goals is try to get the rhetoric right so that we can explain this properly to someone who's never done this before, how to, you know, to get them to onboard, you know what I'm saying? So, One of the things I have to do is like when I go consult for a Web2 company, I have to explain this in layman's terms, you know, and there's a lot of good stuff coming out like um, Prada right now. I just I just did some work for Prada. Prada. Now, when you walk into their store in Soho, you'll be able to see yourself on the screen and shop with the clothes on your actually see the clothes on you and actually shop that way. Um, You know what I'm saying? So we could do cool stuff like that, you know, with the wearables, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe we can take that. That's something they came up with. Um, And they're trying to figure out how they can bring it to like NFTs, you know? So like you buy the NFTs and when you walk into the store, you can try all the stuff on, you know? um, And it's, pretty cool and then what would happen also is that they're going to take I told them take it one step further let people actually take like you know if I buy those wearables now I can go on Instagram and like transpose those wearables over me from Prada and take selfies you know what I'm saying so there's a lot of cool stuff coming that's why I'm so bullish on the fashion stuff and Colton Rain because you got to see what the Web 2 companies are trying to do and I think that we just got to like follow kind of like what they're doing they're simplifying it you know they understand that the NFT rhetoric is not their customer. You know what I'm saying? Like to get their customers on board for NFTs, they got to explain it as a digital collectible. They got to explain it in a way that they can understand. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the issue we face right now is that there's a disconnect. Um We're just not explaining it properly. And I think fashion and music is the way to actually onboard people. Like just ha- make them have a good time at a fashion show or a concert. And then when they're having a good time, they're naturally gonna ask you, Hey, how do I get into this? And then their attention span is gonna be there. But if their attention span is not there, you know, what I mean, then you're screwed. Like we're not gonna onboard anybody. So I think we gotta have let people have fun first. So that's where Prada's taking it. Prada's actually gonna let you have fun in their store first before they drop the NFT collection. And I think that's the blueprint.
5: I think there's two, two quick things there that I come up that made me think of what you just said, because I'll probably forget one of them because my ADHD will go wild. But the first one I'd say is, like, this is why, like, I actually appreciate, like, when we talked about the Porsche Mint, which didn't do well, then went up and whatever. Like, when we talked about the Porsche Mint, one of the things that was interesting is, like, how they decided to drop it was very weird. Like, whatever that was, it was like $1,000 or whatever it was at the time to get one we you know sweet so I, I think it was chamber um on mint condition who's a uh, you know one of the one of the hosts there had brought up the idea of like why didn't they just have them show up at a Porsche dealership when you're buying a Porsche and say have a long game where they're saying and have a polygon enabled app or something or avalanche or whatever it was and say like hey you're already upgrading the leather and the wheels if you upgrade you get this you know this access pass and they're like well what's that well it'll get you into some events it'll get you some freebies and it'll actually get you some deals on your um you know on your maintenance when you come back so just you have it there and you go to this website and it's always there. Like, you don't even need to tell them it's an NFT. You just need to be like, this is an access pass, but it's an add on you get. It's like a special Porsche club. Like, they probably would have sold them slowly over time to people buying Porsches and would have, again, like, I don't like onboarding and mass adoption aren't a huge concern of mine because I don't think you need, like, someone said this yesterday in an NFT NYC space and I couldn't agree more. We don't need to force technology onto people that don't want it and we want the technology to be there and also. People think onboarding means people coming in to buy our East bags. When in reality, mass adoption is like people actually using the technology to, you know, further better their lives, and companies using it to align incentives with consumers. But like the concept of like having Porsche do it as an add-on and having a Polygon-enabled app, like the way Starbucks Odyssey is, it's like my 67 year old mom can be like, "Yeah, I can use this. I don't even know what an NFT is, and I can use this." So I think like that's what you need from that perspective. And then the other thing that I thought was interesting, this is like I think it was Zoe a while back who had brought this up, who, who comes in this space from time to time, Zoe had dropped this bomb where she's like, what if like the way websites were disrupted? Um, or maybe she said something inspired the thought. I can't remember. She's like, what if when the way websites were disrupted? Like that's an application to metaverse that people aren't thinking about where if you have your sizes on things and you can go to a website and shop that way, you know, because back in the day, like I remember when I was building websites, people were like, you're not going to buy stuff online. You can't see it in a physical store. And so I was like, yeah, you're probably right. And like, of course, like, it was right. That was where websites were going. I was an idiot. I was 12. Like I, I thought adults knew everything versus like now it's like, what if like you go to Nike's website and you get a metaverse experience where like you actually know how they fit you and you know your size and you know your shapes and like those things would be really cool too. And like, that's another interesting application where it could completely change the online shopping experience and how you do things and your, you know, avatar could actually shop for you in that way. So I think there's some interesting applications there, but you know, I love the way you're thinking. and I love seeing the clothes on you in the store. I think that's just a really fucking cool application to attack to actually have people have fun with it because it's the conversation we have about these games all the time. Like, Axie Infinity is is great, but and it had a really good purpose during COVID, but the reason Axie Infinity, like, doesn't hold up is it's... I mean, it's not, it's not fun versus, like, you know, a game that has to be fun first. Like, you need people to actually want to do it, not just to say, like, I want to get this so I can buy something that I can sell to someone else. So, um, I'll kind of end my rant there, but I'll go back to you real quick, Cowboy, because I know you. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I love that
9: you brought up the Porsche thing because my aunt actually owns two Porsche dealerships and faded me on the NFTs, never told me it was coming. And then when I asked her about it, she's like, I hate those damn things. And I was like, come on, seriously, like you couldn't even tell me this was coming. So I'm pissed about that. Um, number two, um, I just wanted to tell you when you when you when currently when you go into the product store. You actually can go into the dressing room, try on clothes and see yourself on a screen, but you have to try on the clothes. So that's where the idea came from, that they're going to take it one step further where you just walk into the dressing room and then you can just actually scroll through all the collections and just see yourself on the screen with those collections, get people really hype about that, and then drop an NFT wearable collection um, where you can get like one of ones and stuff. That's what I told them. I said, you should do one ones So then it actually like people will actually be sought after it, you actually get your regular customers wanting to buy it. But if it's just going to be like the stuff you can find in the stores, I don't think it's going to work. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do. But um, I think we should take some of this blueprint that um, these bigger companies are doing because remember, they're putting millions and millions and millions into research, you know, I'm saying stuff that we can't do. So I mean, there's nothing wrong, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, just do what they're doing.
0: You know, I think something you said uh, earlier, kind of answered Josh's question and when he said, I, I hate for you to get a little more um, specific, but Josh, that the example that he gave with the Prada um, in-store activation of allowing individuals to see articles of clothing from the newest collection on themselves, imagine if that was an immersive experience at a fashion week where all of the designers have the ability to interact with the, the audience in that way. That, that to me is, is a better foot forward than than the fully immersive um today i I just think that it's really interesting it's engaging um and it doesn't mean that you can't have fully digital things on site it just that that's that's actually an example though that stuck out in my mind um and with that we should probably kick it over to you and then we'll go up to money mom but um did that does that help as a point um josh
10: yeah it did um i wanted to shout out cute circuit Um, I was on a space right before this one about metaverse fashion week. And I don't know if you've heard of cute circuit, uh, Francesca was the, um, was on the space, but, um, they make a haptic, um, they make haptic clothing, like really, really, uh, thin kind of streamlined. I don't mean like a vest, like a bulletproof vest, you know, there's those. But they're working on, like, haptic clothing that's the size of normal clothing, which is pretty insane. But I think what would be really um, compelling about it is when you think of it in the context of AR wearables, like, being able to feel the clothing on you as you also see it, I think would be really compelling. And I I really wanted to – I was, like, totally – you know, creative crushing on her, uh, because I really wanted to use it a month ago working on my first physical pieces. Cause I think like, I want to design this AR experience where a different person can interact with the clothing that you are wearing and, um, and you being able to feel it. Um, obviously, you know, you need to, to make it specific, specific areas in, in a safe context, et cetera. But, um, but yeah, I just think there's a lot of potential with, um, with what they're doing and they've like for two plus years or something um they kind of had to put it on pause which apparently was due to you know the supply chain issues of the pandemic and stuff but they finally gotten over that and she was able to say that they'll be releasing it pretty soon but i think that's going to be a compelling like um application for ar so if you imagine like the prada store would be a perfect example where you have like really um High-end luxury kind of experience, and just being able to make it as immersive as possible, I think that'd be interesting. I
0: I think that that is absolutely wild. I need to you need to, if you can kick me the contact on that, I'd love yeah, to yeah, see sure. what, what that is. That's like, like so for people that like, if you saw Ready Player um, One, the haptic suit that allowed the individual to feel. I, Stacky's laughing at me. That's the only example I know. Um, that's the that only the example individual-
1: anybody knows.
0: Okay, well, (laughs) trying. um, So, but but what he's saying though is actual clothing, and I'm imagining that's got to be what we would consider compression wear and like performance wear, because I'm trying to understand. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Okay, yeah, that that makes it. That's wild. That's like wild, wild. Like, I I thought a long time ago it would be really interesting. um, Would be haptic gloves, so you could. you know, you know, people, what they always say, it's like, when I go to try something on, if I can't touch and feel the fabric, that I always thought would be interesting if you allowed consumers to uh, simulate the feel of fabric um, that they could rub in their hands to like understand how soft uh, or coarse something would be. This is on a whole new level, though. This is like actually feeling the garment on your body as it would feel. That's, that's pretty wild. Okay, money mom, come on in. What what you got?
8: See what you you think that I'm gonna talk stuff because I am no, but um, <laughs> I I just wanted to say to like consultants and people who are onboarding people like businesses and web too let's not and and i did hear you say like you know just make it simple i think most of the time we're complicating it like they already don't understand it and like comparing it to something like a rewards program or saying that it's a receipt um it's just helpful like it kind of helps them gauge you know what it is they're gonna do with it right like and then the ones that are these big brands that come out with the crappy projects. That's like having a consultant that is telling you all this unnecessary stuff about blockchain technology that you necessarily don't need to know. Like maybe you just need the transaction aspect of it. Maybe you just want to have the NFTs because you sell like collectible items and you want to be able to trace them or something like that. Like, but I feel like, um, in general, people just over like the these are reward programs these are receipts they are you know what i mean like it, it's just super super over complicated and then to the to the haptic suit i watched there's another show called um what is this show called <laughs> crap black mirror it's, no it's not black mirror it's another it's a it's a TV show that is just about um if, dying- if you
0: describe black mirror right now
8: no, it's about dying in the future. and, um, and Sounds like Black Mirror, honestly. It but like it's not Mirror. Black Mirror. Okay, so if somebody says Black Mirror one, time, one Black more Mirror. time. No, Why oh, fine? my
4: gosh.
8: You so. said what? It's called not Black Mirror. Out of um, and so, are,
4: are you talking about Upload?
8: Yes, Upload. There you go. Yes. She's smart. <laughs> Sophie, see, that's what I'm talking see, about. She's actually smart. Well, yeah, she here. is smart. And so, and so on, upload, they had the haptic suits, like and it was for growth, it was more <laughs> all right after you die, you get uploaded to this to this other world, like a metaverse, and then your family and your uh, loved ones can come visit you, so the haptic suits were so you can feel like they're touching stuff, and so it was just like in one of the episodes, they were like, You know, you got to make sure you clean them well, like if you don't have your own, because uh, crazy stuff be happening in the, <laughs> in the suits, so that's kind of what that reminded me of. But I think it would be amazing, like to go into the store and not have to try anything on, right? Like, first of all, that, that eliminates dressing rooms, that eliminates like having stores with, with stuff all over I know high luxury stores don't really have that issue but like a lot of you know regular people's stores like had an issue places I shop had an issue I'd be like why like I would walk out of a store I'm like it, like who who's working here and so not having dressing rooms you know would solve a, a huge problem like as well but also like not having dressing rooms but then being able to fill the material and like maybe having it shipped to you like or you know or being able to just uh i don't know maybe a robot like brings it to you or something like that like i think that is like a super cool experience like incorporating like in real life with technology imagine
1: going to family dollar to get some socks and then a robot
8: no (laughs) <laughs> that's the only place that's not going to incorporate tech. They're going to be like, "That's not in our budget." Like, <laughs> well, it's a, to. If if
5: if if Family Dollar isn't dirty, I feel like I'm dipped in the shopping experience. To be honest, like it has to it has it's to be filthy. dirty. There has to be a person who smells like hamsters. Like it's got to be. Um, did you say hamsters? Yeah, ham- Like yeah, like the things that run in wheels. They drink out no, a little metal Steve thing. Is um, not
8: wrong. Oh my goodness.
5: It's part and there's of
8: the experience. always inventory in the aisle. It's like, okay, oh, to Yeah.
5: Yeah, there's always like there's always like end caps that are just like the most random. Yeah, it's got to be. Um I, I have a go ahead, James. Question, um
0: for everyone that that I I'm curious. I'm starting to get to the point to where I'm kind of like why do we care to say any like to use web3 terms when we're explaining anymore? I think my mom is actually on the point of where we should be at today. Like, and we've we've made a point of this internally because um, we, we're going to do a lot of Web two business outreach. They don't need to know that. Like when we get into the nitty gritty, we could say that it's built on Web three rails, right? The architecture, the the underpinning. Other than that, who cares? It's a loyalty program. It's an experience um, solution. It's um, a game, right? Like even even saying things like metaverse, um, or 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 it's an event space, or it's a whatever. I just think that that is that that was such a poignant point earlier of, like, it, the onus is on us. Um, I just oh, honestly gosh. think we should drop all of it and just start t- calling things what they are. And it just uses the technology to enhance the experience at the end of the day. That That's it. I think so it's much- the – oh, Go ahead. Go ahead, Minimini.
8: So I was just gonna say okay one like it's good for marketing right now I'm not gonna hold you you can put web three in your LinkedIn like you can say web three about anything and like people eat that shit up like because they're just like unknowing um so you know you try to get into these big companies like I'm not you understand I'm not gonna be up here and be like oh like it don't matter to them. it absolutely matters to them they want people who who they think know a little bit more because like it's just amazing like how like many unqualified people are working for big companies like just because like they understand the terminology of web three, which is a great opportunity. But at the same time you're like, uh okay, like you're using <laughs> you're using the buzzwords that we all know and you 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 came up. You know what I mean? And so it's just like we can't like step away from it. And you do want people to, you know, to to know and like um understand it, right? But I I just I feel like when you're when you're explaining something or you're trying to incorporate it to a Web2 business, it's just better to explain it to them in something that they already know. Like, you, sure, use the buzzwords to get into the door. But when you're explaining it to them, like, don't overcomplicate it. And know what you're talking about Because then you're going to have uh, these big businesses With crappy projects and then you got The whole side of Web3 that don't even want Corporations here anyway they're like We don't want corporations here And look at the project they put out look at it And so that's just because they uh, Hired somebody who had Web3 Consultant in their bio and They really didn't know what they were talking about So I say I say, yes You can still use them but Like still you know to the point of What you were saying um, Clubhouse Argument guys is when when you're when you're talking about it like on a business term or you're like doing like a business plan or something like that, like it can just be relative to stuff that we already know. Like but I think it is its own separate thing though, right? Like the, the technology and the vocabulary and stuff like that, it's it's totally its own separate thing. It's just been become a market employee, like, you know, among the, the uh my new word is grifters. Among the grifters that we have in this space.
1: I'm trying to fit in. I think there's I like
5: but but I think <laughs> I think there's a couple different problems you address there, which are I don't know that we're there yet that we can't say the technology at all, but I think what you said there at the end is exactly what it is, which is I don't know like talking to a business about what it is and the and the problems the technology solves as relative to their business, I think is important. but they're gonna at some point have to like dive down deep into it. I, I would push back that like the web three people are giving bad advice and say that I think a lot of people internally at a lot of these companies, maybe aren't quite as versed. And then what they want to do is they're like, well, I think we should do this. And that's where you run into the things. It's like, you know, I, I I made the analogy where it was like, someone was like, well, you know, we want to learn. So we're thinking like we put out, you know, a NFT. We see kind of see what happens. We, we try to give some, maybe some gated access or something. And it's like, look, like if your social media manager came to you and said, we want to spin up a new Twitter account. We want to promote it to thousands of people. We actually want to charge money for it. And then we're going to put out one tweet and we'll see what happens. Like, that would never get past the brass, right? But I think people do that with this. And it's like in the, in the, in the spirit of learning. And I, again, I don't want to like disparage brands who are authentically trying to use the blockchain. But I think there are times when the council sucks on it. There are times when brands just say, who knows tech in here? And they have a tech group that's on top of it that doesn't actually understand the technology. It's like back in the day when social media started, what do people do? They went to their PR department and said, who's on Facebook? Cool, you're a social media person. Like, You can't do that anymore, right? There's an entire industry that's built out of it. So I think that that change is shift- and shift is going to take time and is happening. And I think consultancies like might give the best advice in the world, but it doesn't mean they're going to follow it because of a litany of other reasons. And I think that's where a lot of these brands run into problems. Like We have that GQ guy up here. A couple weeks ago, when we when he was like, "God bless him for coming up," because we were absolutely funding his project, and then we did to his face, and like he knew Web three. He's been around the streets. I can't believe everything in that drop was his idea. Like I have to think that someone like that probably had other ideas, probably had applications of technology, because what they introduced was a magazine subscription, a blind box, and gated access. Two of three of those things are actually complicated by the technology unless done really, really, really well. The gated access might even be complicated, which it doesn't. It's actually a problem it solves, but it might not based on how they're using it. So, like, I have to think that someone like that probably gave better advice to GQ. And GQ said, you got a magazine subscription, a blind box, and it gated access. That's what I got for you. And then he had to make, you know, chicken salad out of chicken shit. Like, just listening to him, that's my general gut feeling. So... So oh, I just... It was chicken shit salad,
0: too.
5: Yeah, yeah. Win it yeah, let's... And let's, let's be clear. The chicken salad was no good. Um, It was... He made chicken shit out of chicken shit. Like, they minted 66% of their mint, and the mint price is less than a third. The, the floor price is less than a third of the mint. So, and again, I, I'm not disparaging him. I'm not disparaging GQ. Good for them trying, but I think a lot of times there are company rails that get put on... You know, I've seen it with, with marketing, PR, and other things for years where... You know, if social media doesn't get the resources and you're like, just send out some tweets and then why aren't we selling more products? It's like, well, because you don't have a strategy. You don't have a brand. You don't have an actual like uh, identity that you're putting out there. Oh, you're not paying for Facebook ads. You're not carouseling them. You're not stacking them to the same audience three times in a row based on the action you want them to take and having the third be the ask when the first two actually build into it. Like people don't necessarily play this strategic. They're like, well, here's 25 grand. Go run one Facebook ad. Why didn't we get a million customers? So I think that that's something that we are probably running into a little bit in Web3. And I think everybody will eventually get there. But, you know, to your point on the, like, last thing I'll say, and then I'm going to go, my daughter's not feeling well, so I'm going to go check on her and um, pour myself, I think, a glass of wine. It has been a long, long day. But um, the last thing I'll say is, like, I think your point in the vernacular is so true, and James was hitting on it. Like, I always say, we don't go to a baseball game and say, let me go grab my QR code. You say, let me grab my ticket. The QR code is the tech that powers it. And I think similarly, it's like, you know, Will from Cryptoys used this analogy. I loved it. It's like, we don't go around saying, like, oh, like, did you hear the latest MP3 from Taylor Swift? It's just streaming music. The MP3 is the technology. But, you know, 20 years ago, we were talking about MP3s. We were downloading that shit off LimeWire and Napster and you name it. And it, they were MP3s and you used the term MP3. When was the last time you said MP3? Like, never. So right I just now. Think...
8: Taylor Swift got a new one out right now?
5: Oh, Taylor Swift's got some some, some some pretty decent new MP3s. I actually like her old MP3s a little better. But I'm an old school. Do you still have the guitar. MP3
1: MP3 player?
5: Uh, I did. So back in the day, and my friends just absolutely made fun of me for it and they were right to. I, it wasn't even like a Zoom; It was like, like even low before that. There were these MP3 players you had. It was like a little purple one, I believe, like purplish blue. And it had an actual like SD card thing that I needed to plug into a thing that went into my computer and I could load like nine songs on it. Um, and that was what I was bringing to like conferences in, in high school. And everyone's like, why don't you just use a fucking CD player like everyone else? Then you have more access and carry your giant big book of CDs. Diamond so, Rio. Um, yeah. I, I wish it, that actually might be, now I got to look, that might be it. I actually got to look this up now. It was $20 <laughs> oh, yeah. from the, uh, Dude, the book yeah. of CDs. That's like, wow. In my, your car that you like burn through. Steve, I still
1: have my um, book of CDs and it has all Beatles stuff in it. Cause I collect Beatles,
5: um, yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. These diamond. It was like the bootleg version. No, it was the real. I think it was like one of the really initial reels. I thought it was cool because I've always like tech. No, no. I, uh, I googled it to see what it looked like, and I think I found mine. But no, I wish. No, I. I do have a Game Boy, but no. Um.
8: But yeah, I no, have I, like every DVD. I got a if floppy anybody, Never mind. I do not. I do not copy them. DVD. This is a recorded space. But I have all the DVDs because I collect DVDs. That's all I got to say. You can just- cover so the piracy
0: of DVD. just I no DVD. just I got in case DVDs.
8: just in case the world ends and you guys need some entertainment just know that like your wi-fi gonna be off your cable gonna be off and i got these so, cds go. dvds cds
5: dvds dvds were so fucking lit because you could like watch behind the scenes and also it made it so you didn't have to change tapes for movies like the titanic right it was like insert tape two now it's like well that kind of takes me out of the experience leo was just about to fucking go dance on the lower deck or some shit. I don't know. It was like, I so yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to go check out my daughter. But right, yeah, that's, I'll leave now, it at that. we're going to talk where, about where, where VHS
1: tapes. Thank you. you always leaving. Where are we at? I think Kit, I think kid hand went up and then it went down. So I'm going to call on Kit. What's up, kid? How you doing, Kit? Hey, Kit. You oh know, my gosh, you know, you
0: doing...
6: Kit, where you at?
1: and then we get to Jeff.
2: I'm in the car, hi. and my daughter is just saying hi.
4: Hello, hi.
1: daughter. How you doing?
2: But, um, no, the, the time has passed, and I, I, I was just, like, sitting in my car waiting because uh, it, it's spring break right now. But now I'm preoccupied with uh, two dogs in the vehicle, two children, and some music that's playing in the background. Uh, I was, I was going to speak on behalf of – not behalf, but on – uh, regards to uh, Steve was saying and Money Mom was saying about not needing to understand, you know, all the magic behind the technology, even with pitching, it's kind of hard when you try to pitch the blockchain. And essentially, uh, you know, as long as it works, that's all they care about. But the, the same thing goes with like NFTs, per se, of like digital and um, brands is the technology to make it interact and to work. Uh, we'll have to have some sort of centralized platform, which would be the brand itself that will be distributing it and people interact with it on a web 2 basis. But to tokenize something into a brand from, let's say, you know, using bridge mechanisms is just the consensus the security, like the, the hash rate to prove the ownership portion of it. All that form, all that does is the same stuff, different day, but. To, to actually have that onboarded and be the consensus of all the other brands to use it's the same as trying to say the practicality of uh, bitcoin which i am very bullish on but we're not there yet uh practicality saying that the bitcoin is the store of value and everybody's already there utilizing that as a backup store
8: did you just say bitcoin's the store of value
1: Hey, no, don't start this, this discussion. Joe, hey. Oh, boy. I'm Joe. I was,
2: I was just trying to be vague and just state the time frames that we're in right now. So in that case, all the, all the NFT blockchain is doing at this point in time with digital and NFTs for it is that would be you can tokenize it as a forms of uh, creating a ownership. But the actual interaction and so forth, it will be interacting with uh programming languages like CSS files and so forth, that is very web too. Go ahead.
8: I start I start hearing Bitcoin's a store of value and then I then start she not started.
1: computing. Yeah, She's right. she about to go on a rage again. Check out also you guys, Stock Yannis is crowdfunding. I threw the link at the top. Go ahead and check it out. We had we've done plenty of uh Twitter spaces on the subject will plenty more will be done. Uh, we take crypto and we have a crowdfunding link if you would like to go that route. So check it out. It's pinned at the top. Shout out to Steve too, because he, I had two, uh, two donors come in today. Uh, yeah. From Cap, coffee with Katniss Space. So thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Too bad he left. Um, all right. All
2: right, fight! All right, I just
1: fight the talk. To go, Everybody go ahead. Fight talk. Love
8: you. Fight. Whoever talks first. Yes, what would you say, kid? You love me. I know. I love you too. Fight. We I got hope three you're, hands you're up. You're enjoying. It. Fight to this. Fight no, to no talk. cowboy can't no, no, go. No. Joe can't. I like. I no. actually like Joe. Katrina, Katrina. Katrina go eating ahead. Eating go ahead no. Katrina.
5: She the only yeah. lady in here.
8: Katrina, <laughs> forget Joe and Cowboy. They the already co-host. talking us. No, I am. I'm the unofficial co-host. Don't listen to her, Katrina. Go ahead.
13: I'm here, I'm here. How? Um, okay, I'm just going back to uh, GM because it's uh, morning here. Um, but I'm just going back to, are we still saying that, by the way? Anyway, um, back to talking about the NFT loyalty and everything and trying things on the metaverse, doing all of this stuff. This is what I am building right now, guys. But I'm selling it and, or not selling, but I'm talking to brands about um, that's where it leads to. So it's a slow, it's a slow burn into them and educating them. Um, but it's only Australian brands right now. So um, I was just trying to get this, this all back on track of fashion after just what we went through just then. But um, yeah. So I did. Someone say Prada were doing the whole try on thing and and everything. Was that something? Did I hear that right? No. Hello?
10: Yes, you heard it right, yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs>
13: I'll just I'll just chat to myself. That's okay. Um, yeah, so I just thought, um, what do you guys think? I wanted to get your opinion here because what I I have what we're building right now is where eventually you're gonna be in the like you're gonna have your whole body scanned you can go into a metaverse like thing and i was in central land last night trying to get ready for the metaverse fashion week last week and i just i got so frustrated that was so hard like so i don't know how i'm going to go next week trying to figure that one out but um it was uh, finding a better experience um to go in there body scans trying everything on because i know when we go into some stores like there's stuff you want to try and, and, and it's like, you know, you're going to get judged for trying to go and do that, where you can try it all on in the metaverse um, and it doesn't matter. You can see what it looks like on you as they've got some of that tech now. Um, and then you're going into stores to feel things and do all of that. So that's the eventual, that's where it leads to, that's um, there. But it's going to be a loyalty program and it's sort of a little bit like the afterpay of loyalty programs. So... Um, that's where it will start and trying to get away from all that tech talk. And I'm not calling them NFTs. I'm not calling it metaverse. It's immersive experiences. It's all of that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, I want to try and get away from all of that as we're talking about MP3s. So I got vinyl who's like, um, you guys were talking about CDs and DVDs. I'm going back to vinyl. Like I've still got, I've still got a heap of that. So
1: that's showing my age. So my, my uncle was a DJ. And yeah. he, he had boxes and boxes of vinyl. So we still have vinyl. Yeah. There's
13: something about it, though, you put it on it's, and something. It's like... beautiful. Just, yeah. I still got my own. I think I'm like cool in the gang. I
1: something. like, yeah. <laughs> I like old movies too. Like, I like to hear the crackle in old movies and old yeah. music. So yeah. I'm. We it appreciate that.
13: Yeah, so, yeah, I was just thinking, what do you guys think of that? Like, what what's your opinion of that sort of thing? Because
0: I, I, thought, I thought something you said was interesting. I had a question about when you said the afterpay of loyalty. What did you mean by that, if you don't mind me asking?
13: Um, basically, where everyone can come and uh, – so, brands. Because I'm no good at B2C. Like, I'm not a great B2C person. B2B, I like to deal with the brands. So, where they can come – for the brands to come together and find their way, although a lot of it it will be personalised. Um, it'll be just like that in one stop shop for them to come in, um, in and start getting into the loyalty and the reason why. Because I've led it all with the facts and figures of their, you know, changing their loyal, changing their community, changing their. Um. Loyal customers, which are currently eight percent, just as as, a, as research shows, they get forty percent revenue off eight percent of customers. Now you increase that eight percent of loyal customers to ten percent. That means you're getting fifty percent of your revenue off that. So it's leading with. Hang on, okay. So here's what what we're why we're doing the um. In, Concentrating on your loyal customers and we know it's cheaper to, you know, keep a customer and then all that sort of thing. So it's and also the dilution of brands across every platform now. So let's bring them all into one space. And that's sort of the analogy of that after pay type of thing. Let's start bringing them in and start. Educating these brands on building more community type people because that's what well, the number one form of marketing is word of mouth. So it's like let's let's get into that and start getting the brands
0: concentrating on community again. I I love that I, I yeah a lot a lot of what you said is uh, a lot of what we're we are banking on. Um, the future of consumer behavior and the way brands should probably view that. You're absolutely correct. It's, it is less expensive to um, retain a loyal customer than it is to acquire a new one, uh, and not enough money is spent on retention as opposed mm-hmm. to acquisition. Um, and and you made you made the statistic that matters, right? Um, where a majority of the revenue is actually coming off of that loyal base. Um, why not spend more money, time, engagement, energy there um, to kind of build that up? So I, I think that that's fascinating and exactly uh, where we're putting our chips as well.
13: Yeah. And I think it was, it was, um, I loved, I I loved, who was, was it Mary Beth Salas that was talking about Alu yoga when she was in the metaverse i was listening to i listen to all your guys spaces i just don't obviously. i don't always come up i'm always trying to listen to but sometimes at time. so i um i listen to the recordings and um yeah um and i was just you know thinking about that how much i want to get and try some something on as well so that's that's where it leads to at the ultimately at the end that's where it leads to because I haven't got time, like I just don't have time to get into all the shops and try stuff off of it. And I love that experience. So if I can immersify myself into that type of experience, um, then, you know, and I can try a gazillion things on and have it all connected to my wallet and buy it instantly and, you know, my AI stylist is going to suggest a few other things to me as well um, whilst I'm in there because it knows my style because it's got everything I've bought in there. Um and I'm going to be able to switch that privacy on and off as well. So, um, you know, because that's something, you know, not everyone wants everyone to know what we've bought. And that's going to be
8: an option for,
13: you know, um, the consumer at the end of the
8: day. Oh, consumer, we still saying- I, <laughs> I, I want the AI to be sassy like Matthew. You have the program. Like, I want. <laughs> Did you just I call Matthew, my, Matthew No, sassy? I want all of the he's, AI for. Yeah, yeah he's very he sassy. Kinda, I it's like, like edgy. that I like it. it Yes, yeah. yes. He he's gonna tell you straight up. He'll be like, "No, don't wear it. Come he's on, come on, you Um, <laughs> You got on the boots with the belt again. Like we went through this the last time. And then he's the AI though. <laughs> like this is the AI talking to me like this. So yeah. I, you, you know the program. And I just like want to say, hey, Twitter Bay. You gotta say, yeah,
13: I love it.
1: Hey, Twitter Bay. You got a shout out. There you go. Um, let's get to these. I want to get to the hands because I'm falling asleep on the uh, phone. You know, and it's not that you guys are boring me. It's just I'm tired. Huh?
0: Why don't we? Why don't we do cowboy and then finish off with Joe? Okay.
1: If I fall asleep again, and it's a, uh, y'all gonna have to leave
0: on
9: your own. I'm, I'm gonna keep it short. Um, I just want to say I think we should all band together and just call it the and, web. And you know, get rid of the try. Web Three. Like that. And and just and just call it the web. I think that's the first step for us to for longevity. That sounds um, cool though, to, honestly. The web. Yeah. No, I'm serious because I mean that's the direction we're going, you know, can web two plus web three equals the web. I mean, I think that's where we're at, you know?
8: well you don't say you don't say it's the iphone whatever right yes like, they do it's just like i got my iphone no they say no, so. no i i don't no they would no, say no, 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 trying to prove a pro point.
9: yeah they people oh
8: my gosh listen, you one of them money money oh yeah status. yeah y'all you do it's never not knew. been the internet <laughs> <though>. listen listen <laughs> yeah.
1: you new over there All right. no no i'm You're not like,
8: new i've had iPhones for like 10 years i don't i don't yeah i don't even know which one i have right now I got the, I got the most updated one and I don't even know what number that is. Like, that's how much I don't care. I'm like, I got an iPhone. I got, you know what I mean? We got, you guys are shallow.
1: We are. You're in the right space. Okay. What's up, Joe?
12: (laughs) I I know which one I have. Which one do you have, Joe? Um, I have a 14 pro max. I have a 14 pro. I have a 13 regular. And he has a satellite um, phone. uh, The other is a 12. The other one's a 12. Um, yeah,
1: it's all um, this trap phones, uh, Joe. Uh, trap
8: of Joe, that's you. I know. Shout out to Joe for knowing what type of iPhone he got. Shout out because I, I probably, I probably got the one with the button still. I wouldn't even tell you because <laughs> that's how shallow I all But
12: like, but like, um, Money Mom said a couple things. But first, um, I used to actually run a record pool back in the music business day, so we had to keep a cold storage so the records wouldn't warp. Because you know, the DJs pay you a fee and you deliver them the best records every month and that's how they get serviced. So that was fun. Um, Vinyl definitely kicks ass, but uh, my days of, uh, for the young people, Netflix used to be a DVD service. Um, That three out at a time, uh, you rip them all, uh, burn them, and uh, send them back and do it again. You get through maybe nine, 11 movies a week. Uh, That was a good collection. I haven't watched the DVD, and I don't know how fucking long at this stage, but I still have the fucking DVDs. So there we go. Um, No, you said two things. The first one was um, when you were describing upload, uh, I had like a visceral reaction that I think uh, really uh, is kind of like, did you have a good childhood or did you not? And um, for me, it sounded like torture, and I was thinking, like, if a bunch of my dead relatives wanted to come visit me in the afterlife, where's the block button? But then for other people, that might sound like a beautiful thing, and that probably means you really enjoyed uh, your family. So uh, for anybody that felt that way, congratulations. But um, really, you were talking about uh, buzzwords and people unqualified, and, um, you know, we talk about it at the corporate level because uh, a lot of these corporations are struggling with uh, – the integration of web your blockchain, but like um, we, we have this problem now with, uh, we've offloaded uh, what technology is worth uh, building on to a, a group of bros mostly who are uh, finance brothers uh, from Duke and Harvard and Yale and uh, Wharton's. And um, they're not technologists, but they are now being allowed to determine what technology is valuable and um, it's a it's a big problem, and we here at the retail level um, are doing the wrong things because rather than funding the hard to fund uh, innovation projects, um, we're funding a bunch of bullshit iterations that could easily walk into most uh, VC firms and get themselves a nice check. And so you see, a, a company can do a sixty or even a 10 or $15 million sale and then they can on NFTs and then they can walk in and grab themselves some VC money on top of it. But like the real innovators are struggling because um, our space is full of, of numb nuts who haven't figured out that if you actually want to achieve web three in your lifetime and control it, that you better start investing into that. So, um, you know, shout out to all the people who are struggling with that and the innovators, but like we, we really should tackle that and we really should, um, tell the numbnuts to uh, spend their money better. I'm done talking. You and Vonna need to have a show
1: Listen, together. Because
8: I, was like, like- I was like, he came up here and spoke directly to me. <laughs> and he's the only person in this space that I even care about. Um, and, and I wanted to add a layer of cringe to that show. So uh, there's different like metaverse, re- uh, I guess, after-death homes. I don't even know what they call for real. And so More? like, if what? you're richer, okay. you go to better ones and they have customer service and you gotta pay for everything there Like so like you drinking the fake drinks and stuff like in your metaverse death retirement and your family has to pay for it so um, yeah it's really interesting cringe in some ways but like no I I agree with you like I'm like I don't want to hopefully they don't have you like you don't have enough money to like actually have them live like in the afterlife or the uh, upload so then you just don't see them anymore if you don't like them
12: (laughs) that's what I would prefer to be honest with you. But like my wife got mad at me because it's four o'clock over here and she just realized I haven't eaten all day. So I'm definitely not uh, raking up a big bill in my. uh, You always get
1: in trouble, Joe, go ahead and eat some food
12: no nah, you know what I'll tell you I'll tell you a story before we end this really quick okay uh, my wife's like an amazing person mm-hmm. and she's super goofy and it's like one of the things uh. I like about her the most so I buy her a mp3 player this is like way back in the day because we're old fogies and um you know it's this beautiful blue little thing and I fill it up with like all her favorite music that I hate and I give it to her and she wanted to protect it and so um she put it into this little bitty satchel and um she she drove home with it because we were just dating she drove home with it and um the, the next day, uh, she she brought it back, and um, it, it didn't work no more. And what had happened was she was so careful with it that when she got out of the car, she dropped it, and um, she didn't realize. And, and then when she backed up in the morning, she drove over it and realized she had just driven over it. And um, so it, it worked for less than one day. Um, so that, that's my wife, and I married her still.
8: I like that she has a satchel. That says a lot about her, and like why she picked someone great like you. Aww. Right?
1: Yeah. Oh, just because. Okay. The show that Joe and Von are gonna start is gonna be called "I Disagree." That's what's gonna be called. "I Disagree." Uh, show. I would love to l- listen to that show.
8: It's gonna be called. Yeah,
1: but yeah, no. but no. And then- <laughs> <laughs> Every time I talk to her, yeah, but no. Like you're wrong, just all the time. But it's good to have those people around you. Like I said, you know, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, cry.
2: I love Joe's passive aggressive narratives. They're they're just ever endearing.
1: All right, everybody, bye. I'm rugging the space.
0: Bye. All right.